If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone and computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all your other favorite streaming services. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And everything you need to make a podcast is in just one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tell them the Black Guy Wrestling Podcast sent you. This is a Pod Dealers Network podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I wish somebody had some Jamaican air horns. Because Michael's on the intro or the, the feature. That's great. It's, like <laughs> it's Mike. It's not like you need a lot when it's Mike. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the spooky edition. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to volume 75 of the Black God Wrestling Land. Podcast. Ooh. <laughs> coming in, coming in first. Scotland Underwood. Coming in second is your boy that's never late for any party. D Mac, motherfucking tardy. Coming in third. I, again, I don't know what he's asking for. Um, yo. No, coming. No, 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 this, this Monday, this Monday night. Look at this. What is that mean? Man. Is that good or bad when you say you peach? It's, it's good. good. Oh, it it's is? Good. Yeah. Oh, well, Unless you don't yeah. like peaches. Yeah. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> 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 Later in the show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but of course, you can find us at Apple Podcast. Boom. Google Podcast. Boom. Spotify. Boom. Stitcher Radio. Boom. Pandora. Open boom, boom. box, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Pod Dealers Network. What's up, fam? Get your umbrellas ready. 
Oh, and uh, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Comrades. Yes. It's good. Resigning um, rounds. Oh, real quick, real quick. What's up? Can I just, uh, I just want to take a moment of seriousness, and I want to extend my love to the people in Nigeria. Oh, yeah. Yes. I want to extend my love to the people in Congo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The fight's not over. We're we not keeping quiet about it. We wish you nothing but love, peace, and SARS. Uh, yeah, I just, I just wanted to throw that out. Oh there. no, absolutely, and SARS, you know, man, that's a terrible story, yeah. man. Terrible, absolutely. Shit Every day just keeps on, getting man. worse and worse. Yeah, yes. yeah. The system, bro. Uh, no, yeah, the Saudi found another uh, like warehouse full of uh, COVID. Yes, three, three. Yeah, warehouses. the third one. Yeah, yeah, three warehouses, bro. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So you are, you know, we have, we actually have legit listeners out in Nigeria, man. So for those of you listening to us, man, we hope that we can provide y'all. Some type of just escape from what's going on. Our thoughts and love to everybody out there. Absolutely. Yeah. What's up with y'all, man? Great. Hey, y'all feeling all right? Yeah, man. I feel wonderful. I'm chilling. I'm happy. Yes, sir. It's a great day. It is a beautiful day. It's a great day, man. Have my iced coffee. Mm -hmm. Have my coffee roll. Oh, and... (laughs) Oh wait! Something happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, books, books, nigga. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Up in the air. Up in the air. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen. I released my second book, Brother to the Night, Volume Two. I got two of them, bitches. Yes, sir. Oh man, it's so nice. Man, it's a, it's a good ass book. No, I know, I, nice size. Yeah, you know, I, for, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll peek behind the curtain. When I first saw it, I hated it. Oh, really? Because I was like, God, what you wanted the smallest? Your first I one? did, I uh, did. But then once I realized, I was like, I got over a hundred poems in here. Yes. I was like, I feel like going bigger was definitely the better choice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like, I love it. I love it. Get a lovely chance to read it. Oh, look, man, please, everybody. It's on Amazon. It's on Kindle. If you want your signed copy, holla at me. I got you. Yo, pick up one. Like I said, pick up one for yourself. Pick up another one. For your significant other. For your significant other. For the bathroom. Yeah, man. For the bedroom. The Kindle. Yo, man, anything. Anywhere you can uh, buy a book. You can literally do anything with this book. You can read it in the park. You can read it before bed. You can read it... Oh, you know, I was about to say, go to a nice coffee shop. Yeah, you can read it before sex. Yeah. Can, after sex. After. Shit. Which turns into more sex. <laughs> shit, if you read it before, you, you might do some of the shit during. Hey. You know, it's, it's just, you know. It's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, so yes, uh, I'd like to thank personally, real quick, I'd like to thank the good folks at Pod Dealers and the Umbrella for sponsoring this book. I'd like to thank my, my good brothers here. Y'all, y'all, y'all have been an inspiration to this. Already. Hey, you man. Know, you know what it is. You know, to all yeah, the... Yeah. To everybody, just thank you. Thank you for supporting me. By supporting me, you support the podcast. By supporting the podcast, you support the umbrella. By supporting the umbrella, you give it to the world. Shit, yes. Thank you damn self, too, for writing this shit. I know, man. Like, this, oh. like, this, this is definitely an accomplishment. You have two published books. Son. Right. That's amazing. Look, you could have been, been a bitch ass nigga and just held all that greatness to yourself. I think I almost did. You know what I mean? <laughs> let it out to the man, world. Yeah, t- let it look, out to the world. I, when I tell you, man, uh, the night the night I posted it, it was Thursday night. I was in my room and I walked out. Well, first I, I was getting emotional, mm-hmm. like seeing all the love I was getting, and I walked out. And the first person I happened to see was my mom. Mm-hmm. And when I saw my mom, just I lost it. Mm-hmm. And then she gave me a hug and told me that she was proud of me. Nigga lost it even more. 
And then my dog came up to me. And he didn't say anything. But I knew he was proud. Oh, of course. You of course. know what I mean? So I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Hey, so man, thank, thank, it's a, thank you, Scotland. <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you, Scotland. You, it's a hell of an accomplishment. Yes, thank We're you, very buddy. proud of thank you. Thank you, thank you. We look forward to even more work and everything right. other than that you yeah, Two yeah. months ago, a nigga was on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> on the ground. Now I'm now the nigga's up. Yeah, so the only time I'm on the ground now is when I've been celebrating right. over liquor. <laughs> but the bubbly. Yeah, the bubbly. But uh, fellas, we got a lot to uh, got a lot to cover. Some heavy, some light, mm. a little bit of everything in between. Some happy, yeah. Some happy. Yeah. So how do we want to start out? I think we need to start out light. Yes. Before we get thank to the, you. To oh, very, thank you. Before we get to I that, you Yo, no heavy. sir, no be like, sir. Damn, that's what we. We're not gonna cook like that. <laughs> hey, that's what we going first. All right. Uh, Hell in a Cell. Really loved it. Magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was good as fuck. Very good. Um, all three of the Hell in a Cell matches, they even though I saw some people going at the the uh, Drew and Randy one, but I thought it was still a good match. Yeah. Just shouldn't have made a minute. That's all. That is yeah. all. They could have flipped the order. Mm-hmm. It'd have been all right. Yeah. It'd have been way better. Yeah, the order to me was kind of kind of threw it off a little bit, but you know sometimes you have those shows that in matches that make you feel that way. You know so. Just kudos to, you know, everybody that participated. Even even the matches that I didn't expect to have on there was good. You know, except mm-hmm. for the slap jacket. <laughs> Why was that not on the pre-show when I'm not doing shit or playing basketball? I was disappointed. I took a shower. Yeah, I should have done something. I tried to skip it, but for some reason on, on Xbox, it's hard for you to skip shit. So, yeah. Were you watching it live? Nah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to skip it, man. Nah, man. Oh, cool the Xbox is hating on you, though. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be so tripping. you need that, need that Sony. I might have to make that transition, man. Hey, PS5 right around the corner. Have to make it. Yeah. That's all. I've been there in that. Oh, shit, never mind. Because, <laughs> <laughs> man, I told y'all what happened to me off air. I ain't going to say it on air. Cause... Oh, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, at least another 30 minutes. Go for it. These favorite time. What well, are we going to start off? Let's, let's start with the the the. the do you want to start with the real main event? Yeah. yeah the first the, match. The first match. Uh, Jey Uso against uh, the Tribal God. I'm oh, he's just a god. He's, he's just a, a god. god. Boy. <laughs> Look, man. Acting God. Two years. Y'all niggas got yeah. Roman for two more years. Yeah, I was trying to be optimistic and say three. You did. Play. You did. Yeah, I might have to rock with you too, because he crying on cue. On cue. First of all, you know how hard that is? Yes. Yeah. He been, hey, that mean that boy been working. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Molding his craft to make it better, and I love it. It makes you wonder, you know, all the times where we're like, man, I want Roman healed. I want Roman healed. Maybe this was the best time for him to do it. You know what I mean? Like, maybe the time away... Kind of just put him in a perspective like, I'm going to come back. I'm going to be the absolute best at what I do. Mm-hmm. That man is undoubtedly the face of the company now. Absolutely. There is no other person. No. Who else could it be? No one. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's the undisputed best wrestler. Right? He got it. He got it, hands down. And that's not just being WWE biased. I just think. He is. Bro, right. there's no there's nobody on AEW who's doing what Roman's doing. There's nobody in Impact. 
There's nobody in Ring of Honor. There's nobody. There's nobody in wrestling doing what Roman's doing. So I think personally, I apologize if I've ever disrespected him in any way, shape, or form. I don't think I've ever disrespected him. I just mm-hmm. said I was tired of him being thrown down my throat. I think that's the most I ever said. But I apologize for even saying that. Yes, because it got you to this point. I'm sorry, Joe. You gotta crawl before you walk, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta crawl before you walk. I think, I, and I think it's beautiful too that he's that his first program as this, you know, heel is with his bloodline. No, you know, no pun intended. And the story is just so compelling because everybody's lived that. Everybody's lived that story, bro. Like either it's with a, a a real like a sibling or a cousin. You always had that <laughs> alpha male type of like construct in your family where somebody gonna have to be, you know, the big dog. Mm-hmm. No pun intended again. But so I think like the realism of that with, you know, even to the um the the Samoan culture tied into it, man, I just think that's a brilliant a brilliant program that they ran together. And I feel like we got to give Jay Uso his props. Yes. Because yes. I don't think people, when they you know when they started this storyline, I don't think people were sold on the idea of Jay Uso being able to hold his weight. Yeah. But if anything, Jay Uso's proven something that I kind of thought all along, that the Usos individually could be great single stars. They just needed a chance. Yeah. 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 Look at this awesome chance that they have gotten, and they have knocked it out the Jay, a future Intercontinental Champion, man. He deserves yeah, yeah, it right. Like, Intercontinental or at least U.S. Champion. Something, man. Something, bro. 24-7. And, I, you, and <laughs> going, going <laughs> off of what you were saying, I don't think... I think, like I said, this was the perfect start because I don't think anybody else could have brought that that out of range to solidify him as like the top heel. Mm-hmm. Unless it was somebody that you have an emotional connection with. So you know him being Sometimes his cousin, better his family. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm. Now, with that being said, we do not need Roman versus The Rock. I mean, okay, we don't. We need don't it. need it. I don't even want it. But as me and you talked earlier, yeah. there's ways that they can do it. They can make it happen. They can make it happen. where they can get Especially me. Especially now, bro. It's going to happen, bro. It's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. So, like, yo, like, well, yo, one, go of ahead. My, one of mine. That would definitely sell me. The the ending of the the Hell and Soul match saw the Wild Samoans, Alpha and Sika yeah, come out mm-hmm. and they laid them. If you get the Rock's mother to come out and lay Roman Reigns, God. it's like that nigga got his mama doing it. <laughs> Ooh! And if you know the background of that family, Yo, too, yes, the Rock not even really a part of that family. So the Rock, technically, right, 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 right. So. He's what? First cousin removed or something like that? Second cousin? His mom was adopted. Was she? Yes. Like his mom. I did not know that. Yeah, his mom. Look at you. You yeah, probably look at that. Yeah, I see that. Like his, like his mom. It was, I forgot how they adopted her or picked her up, but she's not She's not blood related. To the to the Hawaii's. To the Hawaii's. To the Hawaii's. Yes, sir. So, is, is a, that's what, that, what I'm saying, like. You know what? You know what it is? Her father, the high chief. Mm-hmm. I think the conception is that 
you know, because of the that bloodline that mm-hmm. is connected together. I yeah, I think it was yeah. an adopted yeah portion of that family. I'm trying to look it up right now. I'm trying to figure it out. She's out of my out of my view. Yes. All right. Cool. So we got. I'm just looking at the little tree right now. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Adamavi. It's off to the side, and then Danny Garcia as another child. I mean, Tomas, they are the yeah. Fenene Anderson, Ophelia Fataga is off to one side, and then you have the Anal family on the other side. Yeah. So, so like how I interpret it, and I think it was like from a documentary that I had watched about it. It was saying that she was, she's. She's somewhere removed from the... It's safe to say that. Mm-hmm. And so, but what I'm saying is that can be... Like, if they want to, if they want to dig that deep and unveil that, you know... You meant like if you're not part of the family. Right. Mm-hmm. Just how, like... Mm-hmm. And they can start a small program, like a budding program with that, with some more Joe. Because he's healthy. This is true. I, I said on this... I said earlier that that this Joe yeah. is getting beat easily. Right. But he should. But at the same time, do you want to? You don't want to habituate the audience to that same storyline over and over. And we have to break some bits and pieces in it. Like he has to feud with somebody else first to that. Because I think if you display, okay, the Samoan fan, like my guy, you only gonna fight your family the whole year. You could break it up and then bring it back up another time. How, how y'all think about it? I'm totally down with him going against Jimmy next if Jimmy's healthy, because I want him to beat the fuck out of Rikishi. That's that's what that's what I want to see. Just to piggyback off of that, to add another layer, mm-hmm. imagine just imagine a face off between or like him beating the shit out of Jimmy and Naomi running out. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Strong oh, yeah. emotional connection. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But uh, I, I agree with you. I think Jimmy would be the next. If he's healthy. If he's healthy. If he's healthy enough. I think The Rock, obviously it would have to be done at WrestleMania. It, it would have to be done. But I don't think it should be done. Which is six months from now. I don't think it should be done with the uncertainty of what's going to take place in the next six months. You know what I mean? Yes, mm-hmm. you are aiming to do WrestleMania at Raymond James Stadium. With 65,000 fans. Yes, in the midst of a pandemic. Wild. Yeah. Wildly irresponsible. Or you could hold it off because Reigns as the top dog ain't going nowhere. So I mean, he got to hold that shit for like four hundred days, bro. I need it. You know, I can see it happening too. So like, why not? Especially yeah. on SmackDown. But the only thing about that though, you know, he's gonna run through Big E. You know, he's gonna have a, a program Big E. He ain't gonna get the belt. That's okay. If he hold it for that long, I mean, does Big E have to win it the first time? Yes. I know. <laughs> I was yeah. trying. I was. Yeah. I was trying to just throw it out there. I know. <laughs> but no, I was saying if you're gonna flip flop WrestleMania, you know, because WrestleMania was supposed to be in LA this year. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has to be done. Have the certainty that it's gonna be where there's gonna be people in LA where, like I said, Dwayne Johnson. Oh, so you want to have it in LA when that happens? Yeah, that's okay. what has to. Oh yeah, yeah. It has I'm to. Thinking about it, yeah. Hollywood, and that way the Rock can beat him, man. And then Ro- Roman goes Roman, to Hollywood. Roman, Roman retires. It's a short walk. Joke. Yeah, it's a short walk. Yeah. And then he's gonna be a better actor than than Dwayne. Shit, he might. The way that motherfucker cried like Denzel on Glory. <laughs> that motherfucker just broke out in tears, bro. Like, oh, yeah, man, this is Josh, yeah. fool. This is Josh, fool. Yo, man. 
That talking is just, I loved it. The dialogue in that match was amazing. Oh, man, it was tremendous. It was tremendous. Ain't nobody leaving. <laughs> it was tremendous. Favorite part. Yeah, he was like, might as well close this shit up. <laughs> that reminded yeah. me of you, bro. Well, I was like, man, I never seen Nick mad. But if I seen him mad, he probably, well, I'm close this fucking <laughs> And nobody going, no place. <laughs> now he going to say, no place. <laughs> and get your words fucked up and you mad. No place. Nobody. Get your Get yeah, man, that shit was beautiful, bro. Yeah, no, no. It, 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 somebody said it perfectly. That match solidified Reigns as a Hall of Famer. Mm. Hell yeah, yes. He got his cousin over, who was not saying that he did not. I'm not taking any credit away from you know Us because he definitely held his own. He was a little too small at the beginning of the promo, but it, it like as the sh- I mean program, but as it kind of like drew out. And you got to see the real complexities of the story, how they really fuck, they love each other, but it's, it's for a different, like, they're not even fighting for the belt no more. It's past the belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they put a different element to it, then all the previous stuff of him smiling and shit, it kind of made more sense. And, like, he held his own, man. Oh, he was smiling because he thought, right. this is my big cousin. Right. It's going to be a friendly match. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like, this is like when we was kids. We just going to fight. I mean, I'm going to do my best I can. Yeah. But ain't no hard feelings if I lose or anything. Yeah. But no. Nah. Roman was like, nah. There's way more. Like, that whole exactly. element, like. <laughs> and then he <laughs> that, got more serious. That whole element, like, the family needs me to be, like, you need me mm-hmm. to be the, 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 the top. You need me. Your family, your don't, family eat without, need, yeah. don't eat without me. Right. Which <laughs> you can't you can't have it on your back. My back is <laughs> said built for that shit. Oh, your daddy was Rakishi. <laughs> <laughs> that's my only that's my only downfall about like we didn't see Rakishi get his ass kicked. Oh, I, I think it's gonna happen. Uh, it's gonna happen. I, I hope it happens Friday. Cause bro, I'm I've met Roman or Joe at Rakishi house. For real? Oh, yeah, right. remember I told you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, um, no, did you tell us? I don't yeah, know if you told us that. Pensacola, Florida. You t- I got a cousin that lives. I know he, the, he I went know the to Marty Jannetty story. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. we know that one a couple of times. That one I remember. All right, so, and um, sh- shout out to Sergio Tribune, by the way. He lives in uh, Pensacola, Florida, and my, um, his dad was Navy, whatever. Long story, not too long. He was like, y'all watch wrestling. They was driving and shit at the time. I was a little buck. He was like, y'all watch wrestling? And I was like, hell yeah, I watch wrestling. <laughs> okay. He just started looking, and he was driving real fast. He went to, like, the neighborhood over. He was like, this Rakishi house. I don't think he home. I'm like, what? But it was like Joe, uh, the other two brothers, and it was a girl there, too, that looked like them, but she dressed like a boy. I don't know who she was, though. It could have been. I don't know who it was. I don't know who it was, but... It was a girl that was kind of heavy set. I don't know, and it looked, but it looked like she was family. It wasn't like no other girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they was like, they was real, like they was real cool, and they was all how they interacted was like brothers. Like we were walking and shit, and they'd be like fucking with each other, like all three of them. So yeah, man. And then my co- my cousin also had like a picture of the of them in his wallet. I, I ain't, but anyway, <laughs> but I think that's what they did at their school. Like they, they was real friends. Your school picture, mm-hmm. you, all your homeboys had. I love y'all picture. now. I'm not putting a picture of y'all no more. Yeah, that was real. I got my niece. Yeah, yeah I got a picture of my granddad. 
got a picture. I got a picture of my uh my homeboys' kids. Yeah, I get that. I get that get yeah, they all give me a picture of their kids. I keep it in my wallet, but high school I only kept pictures of girls in my wallet. But they was they was real close friends. I didn't even do that. You didn't do that? Mm. Boy, I had, that was like a thing. What? On picture day, how many pictures of girls you can get? Bro, I was fat. I that must have been like a Louisiana. I was going to say, God, I ain't get no bro. Oh, no, nah, I didn't, I didn't yeah. do that either. Man, that was like a thing, mm. bro. I used to be, I, I couldn't wait for picture day and go to football practice and bragging and it's like, yeah. Look, I got tweeted. I got, yeah, they was like, ooh, you got, bro, it was, Sharing pictures like they were Pokemon cards. <laughs> <laughs> For real, we were looking at them like shit. Nigga might have had a Mewtwo. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, 50. I got a question for y'all before we continue this uh, review. Just, you know, men conversation. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm going to throw a scenario to y'all. Go for it. Say, y'all, say you at work and say you become friends with a chick, mm-hmm. right? Now, let's say that the chick's boyfriend works in the same vicinity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? But say you and this chick become like real good friends right platonically yeah okay yeah and you know you know just ca- you casually like yo, yo, let, me, yo let me get your number right no no not even thinking nothing crazy mm. and she takes your phone mm-hmm. and she puts her number in but then she puts my fave mm. for her contact information mm-hmm. right now let's stop right there is she crossing the line at this point she damn near put your dick in her mouth <laughs> let's let's continue then. <laughs> let's continue, right now. I'm back. <laughs> you, now let's say every time uh, good number, good yeah. number to start. <laughs> now let's say every time y'all are working, this girl just happens to be around you all the time, okay. to the point where everybody notices, okay. right? And. She's telling everybody that's your that's her bestie, mm-hmm. right? Now keep in mind, mm-hmm. her boyfriend works right in the same vicinity. Okay, right? She's now changed your name in her phone to my fave. How far of a line has she crossed? She changed your name, yes, and her phone as your fave to my fave. Now, now, now. Like it, you asking me, like, do I think that she's like is she is, wrong? Is yeah, she yes, wrong? yes. I mean, technically, I'm gonna say no, but I feel away. <laughs> I definitely keep an eye on the situation. It could be worse, bro. Yeah, it could be worse because <laughs> technically, they have they. The, she it, has not done anything. She's not done anything. She's just. I mean, as long as you can trust your girl. This word's just word. Let's continue. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's more. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. I got an opinion. Yes. So now my fave could be straddling the fence, cause if your name end up Michelle or Becky, then she definitely want to fuck you. But my fave, she thinking about it. Okay, with you. So she okay. can. So she's she plausible can still, deniability. She can still tell her boyfriend because my fave is an open enough, an open. Enough nickname in her phone so it pop up and if if he hears a dude on the other line, she can say, "This is my best friend that we all know that we work with." Mm-hmm. So it, it can it, it, it can enhance the right. security of him to say, "Hmm, she that open to do this dumb ass shit? She ain't fucking this nigga." But your aunt name end up Cynthia. <laughs> you better watch your dick. <laughs> <laughs> all 
right, continue. Now let's say the boyfriend is really insecure, and he has now told the girl, uh-huh. I don't like the way you two text each other. Okay. Right? <laughs> and she, I, I mean, mean, I mean, all you did was make him forbidden fruits. And she, <laughs> and she says, I don't see what the issue is. Okay. Has she been lost to the streets yet? No. Not yet. She hasn't done anything. Not she danced, she'll call the But no, dude. She's looking at the Uber. Yeah, she's looking at the Uber. She opened the app. She's looking at it like, hmm. She opened the app. Now, the Where's bo- my next destination? Now, does the boyfriend <laughs> have a reason to feel a type of way at this point? I mean, can he feel a way? Yes. But that is, I mean. Should I, he feel a way? I'm not. I, to me, I guess if, as long as I. What is your trust in your girl? You yeah. know your girl. They've been okay, so you know. <laughs> right, let's let's finish let's finish out strong. Yes. Let's okay. finish out strong. Say you go out of town for work related. Okay. Right? Okay. Oh, oh, let me backtrack. Oh. Yeah, no, 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 we're, we're on the we're on the right course. You're out of town. And you're chilling in your hotel. And this said girl FaceTimes you every day. Is it are we still not problematic? Oh, she's FaceTiming like me. Yes, not her boyfriend. Oh, FaceTiming yeah. me. I'm saying don't be a don't leave your girl around me. Shoot like for real. real. That's my nigga Larell. <laughs> Got you. That's my um, nigga Larell. Oh. <laughs> oh, also in the Ah, yeah, yeah, yes. In the midst of this, you happen to actually she she complains to you that she's feeling bloated. Okay. In, in the midst, you happen to see a titty. Like the nipple? The nipple. Or the underboob. The nip the no, the Oh. Like the now she said, Oh, she oh in the FaceTime yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And then let's let's bring it let's bring it home. Skeptical. Let's let's bring it let's bring it home. Let's okay, bring it home. You right. come back to work. She's off. Okay. He you text her and like, hey, I'm back at work. And she texts back, oh fuck that, I'm on my way. So she's technically she's trying to come back to work to see you. Yes, and she already off. Yes, and as I was as it was described to me, she does a full Naruto sprint to you with a jump hug. <laughs> hey man! And now the question I ask you is: How close to the box is the brother? That nigga in the paint. Right here, mouse in the house, mouse barbecue chicken. Yes, sir. Okay. So, as you can see, I tried to give her. You did. Every did. I really did. That last one, I couldn't do it. No, no. She jump hugging, and she showed you the nip. She gave you a nip slip. Oh man, man, what? Okay. So, box. question. So, I'm assuming this is a, a real situation. This is a real situation. All yes. right. So, about the gentleman that is in the paint. Yes. What are his intentions? His exact words to me was, <laughs> "I'm just chilling." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a, what I would say. That's exactly what his words were <laughs> to me. To which I replied, "I was like, you may be chilling." But the subconscious mind is a dangerous thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, and also, this girl's now engaged. 
Let's continue our review. She's engaged. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Oh. The streets is cold, fellas. The streets is cold. <laughs> Playlist must be hella goddamn J.I.A. Yeah, cold. Hey, the man. Girl, she trying to... She got a return of the Mac up. Ready. Buddy. Ready for when she comes back. When I got to say, I do what I got. <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, let's continue. Back to the review of Hell in a Cell to the other great match. Sasha and Bailey. Woo! Yeah, I thought you were going to say Otis in the Miz. That was okay. I liked it. It's an important. You know, I mean, storyline progression. The Miz story. is now the Miz is now the money in the bank holder. Yes, yeah. I guess if you want, to, we can talk about that. That's. I mean, man, I, I, I told you what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I want like because I before Miz won it, I was like, yo, I want Miz to get it, and then I want Biggie to like step to him and be like, yo, again, with you getting all these opportunities and handouts just thrown to you, and then he somehow gets the money in the bank briefcase himself so that he can do whatever he feels like with it. Yeah. And take his piggy. Oh. And he beats Miz for it and takes it. Well, that shit ain't happening. I know. <laughs> I mean, I said what I want. Yeah. I, this is fantasy. I know. You yeah. can kill my dream. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, brother. Be realistic about the shit. <laughs> now, put it like this. I ain't gonna be mad if the Miz cashes in. Was the WWE title? No. It'll be all, I I'm Miz Hive. Huh? I miss Hive. I know I've you been, are. I've been Miss Hive. I've been since he was um, Mike Mizanin on on the Weird World. That's my guy. I've been calling for his retirement for quite some time. Uh, I feel like he, you know, there's never been no progression. No, like, like peak Miz was that 2016 Intercontinental Title run. That's peak. That's peak Miz. It, it would never go higher than that. That run was stronger than his actual WWE title run, and that made him headline WrestleMania. Know what they should do? I got an idea. All right, so they should let the Miz. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket Technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information appraisal and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. They should let the Miz keep the money in the belt, but he don't even cash it in by the time the next in the money in the belt. So he got to go to court to say, hey, look, technically the contract say, a year that I hold it. Mm. So y'all still got to get another money in the belt for this year. And they have two money in the belts for two different brands. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. <laughs> My bad. You good. They should do that. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm at, but is that aside? Yes. I got it. I like it. I do like the idea. He can pay off JBL again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's what he did? I mean, that's what the, the joke is. Who's oh. who's? Hey, I was like, damn, it looks like JBL about to fuck with the kid. I thought maybe I seen some WWE exclusive. Oh no, 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 no. I mean, what you got? Like, um, Cole, not Cole. Who the 
What's it called? Graves. I think it was Cole that said it. Oh, that he's, he was like, yo, you know, because Graves was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that un- impartial <laughs> judge. Mm-hmm. Cole was like, you know he paid him off. Judge Bradshaw Baker. Yeah, you know it. Mm-hmm. And uh, no more honorable man. Yeah. 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 Oh, shout out to Tucker, too. Oh, yeah. Tucker. Tucker said, it's my time. He said, fuck Otis. He said, I'm tired of being Stevie Ray. He ain't going to make it, though. Nah. I mean, he's he's an athletic big guy, but I don't see it. I don't see it either. He looked too black. And also, while I was at work today, I was thinking, I was like, people disrespect Stevie Ray. Jordan the NWO. I love I love Stevie Ray. He was fantastic. Slapjack. Slapjack, baby. It was great. Just wanted to point that out. All right, so Sasha... Bailey, another great one. Fantastic. So innovative, bro. Like the move they was doing, how they used the the foreign object. I never seen it uh, manipulated that way before by anybody, male or female. So kudos to them for just bringing some new, fresh ideas into the match. I love uh, the fact that they trust the the amount. You can see they just having fun with your best friend. Yep. They did sunset flips into chairs. <laughs> She did a meteora onto the table yeah. on the Bailey. It's yeah. amazing. Great. I saw I saw somebody was like Sasha and Bailey's like their 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 series is kind of up there with like flaring steamboats, mm-hmm. like the Austin Rock. I, I did read that. that. I did read that. Oh, uh, this definitely above Okada and Omega. Absolutely. If we just keeping it just keeping it you know hundred, I think me. Yes, this was the, it had to happen. The, the match had to happen. But <laughs> to me, it just, it, I thought there was something missing. And I don't know if it was that the match was in the middle of the card. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. maybe if they had closed the show out, it would have had like, that real big, big time feel. But it's just something just something was missing for me personally. I'm happy the match was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I think we'll look back and it'll be a uh, definitely in the top top bracket for best Hell in a Cell matches. But it, like, you know what I mean? Like, I guess I, I also think that they waited too long oh, to, to finally, to finally pull the trigger on the, yeah. on the match. You know what I mean? I think that's what I think that's what made it uh, miss for me. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the wrestling fans um, think the same way. I, know, I remember us saying even too that we wanted them to end the feud around like SummerSlam. Yeah. You know, and. Um, the, the only gripe I have about that, though, just us as a wrestling fan, uh, like humans too. Like when we have like our self-proclaimed opinion on when something should happen, and it don't necessarily happen that way, we get disappointed. Man, not like just enjoying the fact that we got this amazing ass match between them, and a and like it's something that we didn't expect and didn't ask for, you know. And so like, I think they, I, and I do, I do agree with you about like where they at as far as like the hierarchy of feuds. I put them up there with you know the Rocks and Triple H, mm-hmm. you know, saying stuff like that because the way that they came up together, and yeah, competing against each other. Now the million dollar question: Does Sasha retain her title? Yes, more it's than a new once. title, more than once. Yes, it's the SmackDown title. It's not the Raw title. They had to keep the tradition of her having the Raw title and losing it immediately. It's SmackDown. It's different now. That's what and I'm we've looked at the roster. 
Who the fuck they gonna give it to? They gonna switch somebody. Who would you switch? Huh? I told you I think it would be. Oh yeah, yeah. he said. Yeah, Charlotte. He, Charlotte. he said Charlotte and Elimination Chamber. Because let's 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 let's. But that's still far. Let's not. No, I think it's gonna happen. <laughs> Damn. Because <laughs> let's let's not pretend here, fellas, that this goddamn draft means anything. They can change. What's that? What's that thing that they got going on? Where the it was it? You know the. Uh, Anybody can show up on any brand. Oh yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte at Raw, right? Yeah. Yes. I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. I think they're gonna keep the belt on Sasha for a little minute. I'm gonna give her one and a half defenses. Damn, man. It's so cool. she defends it at. Oh well, now they're doing the brand shit. So yeah, take out take out Survivor Series. So, so that would TLC. So it would be so this would be Sasha versus I mean, Oscar. Yes. Yeah. For the fifth time. Which I have no problem with, because it's great to be. Awesome. But are you going to put NXT in a... Is NXT that'd be, involved? Ooh, that'd be EO. I know. Ooh, that'd be tough. Ooh. I know. <laughs> that'd be ooh. tough. That'd because be she already had a banger with EO. Yeah. On NXT. Magnificent. That's good. Bailey, well, you know, let's give Bailey her props, man. Bailey, no. Bailey had the best, best women's title run. Outrageous. Yeah. Like, she, honestly, she deserves, like, everything, anything you can say about Bailey, she deserves. Because she has helped carry this, the brand, the company, all this entire pandemic. Yes. Put it on her back. Not by herself, because Sasha's up there, too. Oscar's up there, um, Seth. But Bailey, she deserves all the flowers. Um, I see they probably have her rematch with her one time. One time. When. One time. I don't know, like, give her, like, a little break and then a TLC. It could be Sasha and Bailey again. I hope her fiance cooked her a delicious breakfast this morning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Bailey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know I mean? about to say Sasha. No, fuck that. Nah, hate, nah, hate, nah she's married. Oh, corny. It's different. Oh, corny. Oh, corny. Is that light skinned blonde head nigga? Who? Sasha? No, she makes she's an Asian dude. Yeah, she is. He makes yeah, he ma- yeah, he, he makes, he makes, makes her um, he makes her um, ring What a loser! That is not a loser. That's actually yeah, very cost effective household. Yeah, that, That's actually pretty smart. I need sound lit. Hold on, hold on. on. <laughs> uh huh. Hey man, he can support his queen all the time. Hold on, hold on. First of all, all right. We both know she's probably stepping out on him. We don't know that, huh? She could love him. You can love somebody and still step out of them. I mean, love them without. Uh, I just out. told you a story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that I don't think that's love, but all right. It definitely is. No. <laughs> no. Like, you fucking up no. in the engagement. <laughs> yeah. like Ten people after listening to this shit. Bitch, who the fuck is my fan? <laughs> you better be auntie. No, no, no. I, I just I I hate on her husband for multiple reasons, mainly because he's married to her. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. cool, cool. But then that would also imply that I ever had a chance. You know, I'm black. I mean, oh, oh. She was, in, was she dating a black dude one no. time? Uh, I don't know. Ever. I don't have the answer to this question. No, she's never. Hey, it's cool. She's never. Hey. Love is love. Yes, indeed. SmackDown Women's Champion. Love it. Here for it. Hope you make it. We two. all finally got what we wanted. Hope you make it the two defenses. That's when I'll start celebrating. She will. She will. I will celebrate in December. <laughs> Yo, okay, first, November don't count. So, December and January. No, I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said, my boy. Terrible. It's wow. cool, man. It's cool. Um, so oh, and, and Randy Orton won the 
Yes, mm-hmm. Randy Orton is now your WWE champion. Randall G. Orton. It's amazing what happens. Do you know what the G stands for? What's that? Goat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just walked over that. Uh. Um, it's it's amazing what happens to the WWE Championship, how it's main evented when a white man holds it. What's important? You go back to it's, 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 it's crazy. Damn, I didn't know that. It's crazy, right? <laughs> I even threw I even threw I even threw something at him. Because once again, no disrespect to Jay Uso. Yeah. But Jay Uso actually had a main event championship match over Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston never main evented while he was champion. Never. That's crazy. Never. Pecking order. Crazy, man. That's nuts. Did, did he main event SmackDown? I don't care. I'm not counting that. Yeah, You're talking about pay per view. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, not now. That SmackDown was like a pay per view, though. The Rock was there. I mean, you talking about the one when Fucking Michael Strahan was there. You talking about when he lost in seven seconds? Uh, yes, he is. Yeah. yeah he is. No, we don't talk about that. That shit don't even count for real. It's barely... Terry Bradshaw was there, though. Okay. That count, man. No, to somebody, I'm sure. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only Bradshaw I know is John. <laughs> uh, man. But yeah, overall, Hell in a Cell, fantastic pay per view. Yes. Um, Great time. Oh, shout out to uh, Rich Swan, too. Yeah, oh, yeah Rich Swan yeah, is now the Impact Champion. Rich, Rich, Rich Impact. Homie Swan. Grow your beard, Rich back, Homie Swan. Please grow your beard. Yeah, he got like, a booty face. Yeah, you, look, <laughs> you, look, yeah, you, look you look absolutely ridiculous. He got old booty, old butt face, man. Uh, like I said, you know, I saw, I hair, saw the uh, that he won. I was like, oh, man, this is great. Then I saw the post clip. I was like, ugh. I was like, this kind of ruins it for me. Like, you look. You like how you look? 30, 31 years old? 31 years old, Thirty one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Rich Swan been in the game for a minute. Oh, Rich, Ru- Rich Swan started wrestling when he was fourteen. Yeah, that's why I was like, he's only thirty one. That's yeah. crazy. Oh man, I his, thought he was older than that. His wife won the Impact uh, Women's Title. Yeah, so young. So young. Oh, she's yeah. they back together. They, 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 they never broke up. Yeah. Oh, so that, yeah, they gonna be there forever, so forever. Oh, uh, the North. Oh, the North got their belts back. Yeah, North. Yep. He got a contract. Oh, Keith. Yeah. Heath, Heath Slater? Yeah, yeah oh, Heath. Did he yeah. not have a contract before? It's storyline, though. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. Heath Slater. 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 Oh, Heath Slater? Yeah. Yeah. For who? Impact? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's been up there for a little bit. He just got a contract now. Storyline-wise. Oh, wow. He got yeah. hurt, too. Oh. Yeah. oh he, is, is he there as Heath Slater? As Heath. Oh, Heath? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just as Heath. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Bless you, bless you. Gracias. Bless you. Thank you. Donata. Oh, uh, real quick, I do wanna I do wanna give a, a special review before we continue to uh to uh P A W D Fight Club. Oh Summer Jam. Paul? No. No. P A W G D. Oh, I'm yeah. about to say We'll get to that segment. I'm about to say later. what type of resident is <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get to that segment a little later, sir. <laughs> But no, you know, uh, earlier this, you know, back in August, I think it took place. Yeah, it was August. Yes. And why does this have significance to us? Because we were fortunate to sponsor the most important world title match in 2020. Yep. 
Trisha Dorf versus Timmy Lou Ren. Mm. Fantastic match. Did you have a chance to watch it? I have not. Man, you got to sit down and you got to sit down and check. Yeah, same with them shit. I got. Man, it's on the indie joint. The, yeah, it's on the indie joint. joint. Yes, he gave us the bathroom. We just got to. Yeah, 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 shit. Yeah. <laughs> we got to watch it. But yeah, it, it was also I, you know found some talent that I you know I like. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great show, man. It was a great show. I like the the intimate setting. Uh, Dixon wrestled. Uh, what, what's the kid's name? The Christian oh, uh, Christian yeah. Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. kid will be a star. Yes, <laughs> both of them. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. I'm about to say, because then uh, Billy came out after the yes, he did. big title match. And then, <laughs> then a real nigga showed up. <laughs> oh, Shea came Billy out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to our partner friend of the show. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, sir. And shout out to Nick. He probably going to lose to O'Shea uh, Edwards. Yeah, O'Shea about this. Yeah. You know, O'Shea Edwards probably is the definition of like a true star, man. That dude has everything. Yeah, we said that last time. Yeah, man. Like, he, everything. Good. There's nothing. He, like, there's no... Like the merit to him, like nah. he he has everything that you want in a wrestler. Do you think people get intimidated by that? I mean, like promoters I, and stuff. Hmm. I was gonna say, I feel like that's kind of like his aura, and that's a good thing. But until you said the promoter part, and I was like, okay, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking fan wise, yeah, yeah, nah, promoter wise, yeah. Hey, I don't know if that's the reason. I don't know if it's. I don't know exactly what the reason is, but he deserves to have way more time. Um, given to him Ring of Honor and Ring of Honor <laughs> and I have no idea why he doesn't because he does everything literally do you really not know why? I will pretend I don't know why there we go cool there we go we're not trying to mess up anybody's bag yeah apparently we get listened to by people we we wouldn't expect who knew? Uh, <laughs> I, I knew hell fuck shit I knew I'm popping that now <laughs> that's why that's why you're here. That's you're why right. people got us in their phone as my thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I can't even... Man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's far enough in the show. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. You saying it too bad. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, man. Shit, boy. You got to... Um, see, in my line of work, you can't put uh, names in your phone because of... HIPAA violations, right? Of mm-hmm. course, yeah. So I got to use initials. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> hey. I'm here with you. Hey, I I'm see here you. With you. I'm here I with you. I see you, brother. I'm yeah. here with you. I see. I'm here that with you. That is work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm here with you. Damn, These are jokes, by the way. Comedy. All sponsored by Seagram Gin. Hey, you want to have a night out of the town and you're with your friends? Go ahead. Get a bottle of Seagram Gin. This man giving out free promotion. Go ahead. I see. It's a feeling I'm feeling. I'm just saying, anybody, matter of fact, if y'all do want to sponsor us, bro, fuck with us. Please contact uh, (laughs) at Rally of Belief. I'm here for it. He's the de facto leader. I mean, I don't like that, but I will definitely. If you want to talk about me money, I'm here. I tell people all the time. I, I know you do. I know. Do y'all have a leader, Orel? Yeah, I tell, yeah, I tell my girl. Y'all ain't shit. I tell my, <laughs> yeah. my girl, you the nicest nigga I ever met in my life, bro. <laughs> and I've been around a lot of folks, bro. I was born in Alaska, and I and I spent my whole childhood in Louisiana. That should tell you the wide ranges of places I've been. Yes. And I never met a nigga nice as you, bro. <laughs> shit, I told somebody that you wrote up, you wrote the poem. Get out of here, bro. I was like... Lies. I was like... I, I can't come... I don't have that creativity. I was like, I ain't that gifted. No, yeah. nah, bro. 
you got it. You got the juice. <laughs> and Lorel, like, he mean, but he nice at the same time. Like, he'll tell you the same shit a mean nigga would tell you. you remember the how, same way. You know, but it's, it's so nice. It's funny because I have a segment here in my phone about is Mike Tyson the scariest therapist in the world? My God. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say that, I also say probably Lorel, too. Because oh, no. it's it's so nice, but when that switch, I don't want to be around for it. Yeah. I don't want to be. I don't want to be on the receiving end. I don't even want to be on the uh, on the side of you know being on his side. Oh, the switch doesn't happen too often. You never got mad and spazzed out on nobody. Oh no, I did it Saturday, but that's not the point. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's not the point. Oh, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the point at all. <laughs> but you were for a short time, just a short like outburst of like thirty seconds. You know, you know, it would be terrifying. Mm-hmm. You remember in uh, Dark Knight Rises. When old boy was like, I'm the one that's in charge. <laughs> he was like, Oh yeah, that'd be, that'd be you, you feel in charge. That'd be you. <laughs> right. Control the whole room and like, don't even have to say. It. Wait, what you say? Can you feel in charge? No. <laughs> that's some of the most gangster shit. All right. That nigga didn't even look at me. Can you feel it? Man, you nothing to me. Dark Knight Rises is when Bane does that to the little dude that yeah. he's talking to, the little big dude that works at a uh, Wayne industry or whatever. Oh, who for the longest time I thought was uh, Doctor Strange. Oh no! When I was a kid, I was like, I was like, is Doctor Strange that guy? Because he got bodied. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Uh, nah, he would never get bodied. So, yeah. so. Do you want to continue with some light stuff? Or, cause light I brought, stuff? Because I, yeah. I, I brought up the Mike Tyson thing. Yes. Let's talk about Tyson, man. Let's talk about Tyson. Yeah, for real. Let me go. Yeah, I think you're like Queen <laughs> You see this nigga's face? I hear the doves. Did, like, you know, did you see that shit I sent you? Which one? Uh, uh, it was like um, how Boozy was acting with Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, what we're talking about is uh, Mike Tyson has a podcast, which Hot I, Box. which Hot I will, which I will never, you know, I, I I always say we we better than everybody's podcast. I'll never tell Mike Tyson that that we're better than yeah, him. no. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I want you to do. I want you to say that you're better. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a trick question. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a that's a trick. That's a trick. I love you, Mike. But yeah, you know, Mike Tyson had uh has boozy up there, and uh, man. That man, that shit sounded look, sound like a therapy session. It was. Yeah. You know how I looked at that shit? How you look at it? Like two scary ass niggas talking to each other. <laughs> Y'all know how scary Boosie is in Louisiana? That little nigga is smaller than me. I don't know. And he's okay. like the so, most So, so you know what's funny? When you said family. scary for a second, because sometimes the, the term oh, gets changed for a second. Oh. So when you said two of the most scary, I said, who the fuck? Mike ain't scary. No. <laughs> but I realized what you mean now. So, no, uh, two of the most feared niggas. So yeah. real quick, real quick, because I, I actually think our perception of Boozy has drastically changed. Yeah. For, and especially we, our generation knows, but I think there's a generation that don't, don't know. know. So explain in just a few short words how terrifying Boosie was in Louisiana. Alright, so why Boosie is feared in Louisiana? Because he said a lot of shit that he said happened in the raps might have happened. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there, gotcha. I will take that. Plain and simple. I will take that. Plain and simple. And we already know Mike Tyson is, once again, a fantastic person. 
That's the baddest life. man on the planet. Yes. So the two of them meeting and having this interview was quite scary to watch. You're just watching, like you can tell, like the the presence that Mike has, and who's just looking at him, and he's just like, "Yep." Because he, because you know, he probably wanted to go out and say something. I think he, it had been anybody else. He would have said something. But he know Mike. Mike Tyson. <laughs> he don't care about it. like he hung with Suge Knight and wasn't scared. Mike hung out with the drug dealers of the '80s in New York. Supreme. Supreme. Mm-hmm. I think he knew Rich Porter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Mike, Mike, Mike in the trenches, right? Then mind you, Mike was hanging out with these people as world heavyweight champion. Gave no fucks. None. But it also, the, the video to me was a, a beautiful highlight yeah. of the evolution and the redemption Mike Tyson has yeah. had as a human being. Like, I always remember the interview, the press conference. I forgot which fight it was. I don't want to say it was Lennox Lewis. I don't think, but he was like, he was like, you know, people call me, they call me a convicted rapist. You know, they call me a, I'm a semi-good husband. You know, I'm just a man. Yeah. And I was like, you know, you could tell like pain in his heart. Mm-hmm. And then when you see Mike Tyson today in, in this therapist role, it's just like, because what he was talking about, like, it was like an enlightenment that he has had. You know, I, you know, I, I always go back to, you know, the death of his, his four-year-old daughter oh, yeah. as being like, I think to him, like a major turning point. Because ever since then, you know, he's been on like this, this redemption. And then after the Tyson documentary came out. But uh, just to sit there and watch Mike Tyson, just I don't even you know I don't even want to say just talk to him. It was just like he definitely like I feel like he was just talking to him like as an elder. Yeah, like trying to like if there, there was no mic around. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Because he even at the beginning of the joint when he was like talking to him, he was like he was like, "Yo, how old are you?" He's like thirty-seven. He's like, "Yo, man, I'm an older dude." He's like, "Nah, nah, he's still young." He's still young. You ain't even lived life yet. <laughs> how, would, how would you react if Mike Tyson, if you had an opportunity to sit down with Mike Tyson and he was asking you questions? I would. I mean, I would just answer the questions. Yeah. And I mean, I'm going to definitely. So why are you here? Why am I here? Because I'm, <laughs> looking, <laughs> I'm looking. Hey, man, I saw the opportunity to come talk to you and I feel like I learned a lot of things. Bro. No, no. Why are you here on Earth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't expect this. <laughs> you, you can, y- y'all watch the whole interview? I have not. No, I've not, not had a chance. I've not had a chance. You can see that. Like, that's. A, I'll, I'm surprised you did because that's one of the questions he asked. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you saw. No, 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 no. I seen that. That's part of the shit that you showed me was in it. Oh, what? Why are you here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, "Who are you?" Yeah, I remember. Yeah. He couldn't figure it out. Like he couldn't. But if you, you know, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, the question, "Who are you?" is a very intimidating question. Yeah. Because people will always give you the surface level. My name is such and such. I'm this old. No, no, no. Take that away. Take the name away. Who are you? Well, well, I'm this. Take that occupation away. Who are you? Do you know how deep you have to go within yourself? To answer that question thoroughly, without any, you know, you know, contradictions or anything, mm-hmm. that's a fear a lot of people can't come to. Like, who are you? Strip away, strip like strip away this podcast, strip away our name, strip away our age, skin color, all that. 
who are you? A lot of people can't do it. A lot of people, either they, they don't want to go that deep within themselves or they just they don't have the complexity to, to grasp that idea like that you're more than just what's been given to you. And I think Mike has gotten to that point where it's like, he, he realized. Yeah. He was also <laughs> able to live life and make mistakes and, and redeem himself for it. And he smoked the toad. I'll show you everything you want to see. Yes. From what I hear. I yeah, know. I don't know anything about it personally. I, one day, I want to do it. I've taken shrooms. Yeah. And that is. is the closest, I swear, to Nirvana I've ever felt. I've heard. Yes. That is a great I took it, man. Like I've said multiple times, I took shrooms one night. My best friend was sitting right across from me. There was an angel, a white orb, with his, her hand on his shoulder. And I started crying because I was like, bruh, there's an angel standing right next to you. And mind you, he's not on shrooms. It's just me. He looked me dead in my face. He was like, yo, that's wild you saying that because I feel something touching my shoulder. And that's when I knew there's like a portal. Like to me, people may think this might be a little ludicrous, but it's just something that I've always believed. I've always believed like those type of enhancements opened up portals in our minds that have oh, been... Oh, psychedelics. Yes, that yeah. have been drastically shut down because of the air that we breathe in. So it's like the... It, like, re, recalibrates you back to your natural state. I forgot what um, comic... <coughs> I think it was George Carlin. I think he was just like, yo, man, every creative should do LSD once. Mm-hmm. Just once. Because mm-hmm. it just opens up shit for you. So then, that shit, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. And then he was just like, yeah, it just opens up your mind. And then you just think differently. Damn, are we, are we on that Mike Tyson conversation? I mean, yeah, we got still. That's how he talked. <laughs> I mean, that's how it went. So, yeah, <laughs> and like we just got here out of nowhere. I changed even the way I talked to uh, everybody. The way, like, cause like he, after I've been, wa- I've been watching it for a minute. I watched a few of his interviews, a few different guests. And it's never about the guests. It's yeah. always about like finding like, Finding yourself very introspective, and if you, if they do bring up a topic, keep going deep into it, like trying to find the real meaning of it, and it really, really show you how vulnerable we we all really are, and why we put up these layers in front of us. You ever notice that sometimes when you have a conversation with somebody, and just say it's just a surface level, and you somehow get onto the topic about like accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And the topic always, it goes back and forth. Like, you say you've done one thing. Oh, well, I've done this. And it's like, it becomes like a competitiveness of you trying to one-up the person that you're having a conversation with. In some instances, that's all people have, they to them, that's what they fall back. And that's where that whole status thing comes into play. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a bachelor's degree. I'm better than you. Right? Really, what is that degree? It's just a piece of paper. You know what I mean? It's a fantastic, a fantastic accomplishment. A lot, of people, a lot of people can't do it. But to sit there and say that because you have this piece of paper, you are better than me, it's, a, it's once again, that's the ego talking. You know what I mean? Have you ever experienced an ego death? No. I don't even know. We got to explain it to me. So ego death is literally like the death of your ego. Like where you have the ability to not judge, to not criticize, 
yourself or others. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? They don't go through that now. Oh, I thought that was something you get like when you take a psychedelic. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You don't even need a psychedelic. I, I, think, uh, I think I, I think I went through that like years ago. To be honest, it's with you. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. I was about to say it's, the way I, that you explained it, that, if that's what that is, that had a totally different. I thought it was something you have to do like yeah. to the psychedelic. Mm-hmm. Guy. But nah, if that's the definition of it, then yeah, yeah. Because if y'all would have met me, what was two thousand ten? If y'all have met me like ten years ago, y'all wouldn't have liked me, bro. I would have thought I was better than all of that. That's just how I thought you had to be to be successful. Yeah, you have to put up. You gotta be cocky. Like if you if you good at something, you gotta show people you're good at it, just so they can see. Cause nobody's gonna look at you. You gotta put up something like a like a billboard to show that you're better than everybody. But what is? And then as you know, life started happening. And life stuff started humbling me. I started realizing that we all are equal. Even people that are thought that was better than me, you know, that's just an insecurity that I'm having with myself. Yeah. I should be secure enough with my own being to know that I don't have to do this. It's going to show how great of a person I am in this close construct of humanity, humanicism, but I shouldn't, I shouldn't put myself on a hierarchy. I should just let it flow. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we still eat, but I might just be good at this. Yeah, yeah. I'm just better at you than this. You're, yeah. There's other things that you're better at than I am. Right. Shit like that. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> a second. Um, but nah, I guess. <laughs> I'm high. Huh? I'm high. Oh, nice. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, man. I was going to say, I'm leaving. <laughs> hey, man, no wrong with that. Know, yeah, hey, no wrong with that. You enjoy your, your caffeine. Mm-hmm. That's good enough. Yes, sir. Gotta, gotta go to sleep tonight. I do eventually. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I do eventually. Damn, that was a deep, that was a deep segment. Fun times. Yeah, I didn't expect it to go that route. Look at Mike Tyson. Really nice. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Boozy. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for doing the show. But yeah, no, that, that episode really changed my life, bro. Because to, to me, you got, like, if you know me, that's, like, two of my, that's two of the people I looked up to the most mm-hmm. in my life. You know what I'm saying? And seeing that conversation and seeing just the idols of both of them being challenged in one room, showing me why I really shouldn't, because, I mean, you know, Christian faith, you're not really supposed to put nobody on idols, but we all have people that we look up to. But just the fact that that idol was challenged in the room to show that for one, it gave me a little bit more courage that I can be them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily them, but I can. We all on the even playing field. It's about what you do and how you make it. You mm-hmm. know, it's a, everything is chance too. Don't get me wrong, but it's also it's also a, a, a different courage that they they both have that we all need to touch into. To be great in our perspective. That's why I said earlier in the show, thank yourself for writing a book, bro. Because you could have held that shit in. Oh, no, absolutely, man. It's one of those in, I guess, in the grand scheme of things. Like, I'm a firm believer in that, you know, there's the divine being, but that divine being reflects on each one of us. So we all have that that energy within, like, you know, they call it Christ consciousness. So... Most of the time, like when I pray and I pray and I thank God, 
I know in a way I'm thinking myself because God's within me, right? Just something I like over the years I've picked up, you know, in, in my belief. Um, going back to like the ego thing, and it's very interesting that we talk about ego in an industry like wrestling. Because yeah. I've always said it, you know, and I've, I've obviously our our umbrella teammates, you know what I mean? They've they've interacted with certain influencers and everything. And you can tell a lot of those influencers operate off of ego. You know what I mean? It's what, I've, what I'm doing for the industry. I like to keep my circle close to monopolize the industry that I'm building in, right? Mm-hmm. If you break that down even deeper, you're trying to find acceptance in that industry. You know what I mean? So a lot of them will look down on Maybe not necessarily the podcasts that are, you know, that everybody knows about, but you, you find yourself becoming um, a slave to it. You know what I mean? And people, they may not necessarily gravitate to it like we do. And then there's some people that do gravitate to it. You know what I mean? Like everybody wants to feel like they, they've made a, an important contribution to the earth. Mm-hmm. It's human nature. It happens. You know what I mean? I'm grateful that I can say I'm a a two-time author. But, you know, I've told y'all off the air, like, if I never sold a dime for that book, it's not about the money. I got to do something that I I genuinely love. If we weren't making money off of this, you know, we don't make much. I think we got $26 that we've we've accumulated from sponsorships. This is, I think, my first time telling y'all that it's not about the money. We do it because we love it. You know what I mean? Even if there was no podcast, we could sit here and talk wrestling. I do believe divine intervention brought us all together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's just the, the love. You know what I mean? Like it's a separation from what I feel to me. And it could be different for y'all. My expectation has drastically changed of what I wanted this podcast to be. I wanted this podcast initially to be top-notch all you know, all over the place. Yeah. Successful, you know, WWE, you know, watched and everything. Now you can't tell me nothing about this podcast because I love it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like I love every, <clears throat> I love everybody, but I love our podcast the most. So like, nothing's wrong with that. No, yeah, man, nothing, you know what I mean. Nothing's wrong with loving your shit because all of that gotta be like what I learned too is mm-hmm. once you start doing shit. For the love, all the shit that you you materialize and all of that, that's gonna come. That's yeah. gonna come. Like once you start thinking about it generically, just for a certain reason, it doesn't feel genuine. You're not gonna it's not gonna appear genuine. And the product or whatever you're trying to do is just gonna look ass. Like your shoes. If you selling shoes and you can't tell me the history of this shoe. You really just in it for the for the money, and I'm not gonna shop with you. But if I have somebody that just so happen to have a lot of shoes on deck, and they they within the culture and everything like that, then that may have more they may have more insight and more business because they're not just going for the hype shoes; they're going for the shoes that should be hype as well, mm-hmm. rather than just you know just focusing on just the bread aspect. So like. When I say that to say this, like, our shit going to bubble, you know, on the time it's going to do it based off of just the love that we have for it. You know what I mean? 
Now, do I want all these good things? The shiny, the brass ring? Fucking right. Yeah. I don't think nobody in this world don't. But at the same time, I do do think it got to come from a foundation of love. And that's with everything that you do, relationships or something. Like, if that don't, if it don't have, like, a genuine foundation, it's not going to work. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're going to always be unhappy. You're going to be unhappy that it's not working and uh, you, you, your, your relationship fucked up. But if it's genuine, you're just going to be happy because it's, even if you're not getting money, you love what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. And I love what we're doing. Like I said earlier, uh, the day before the show, I love just doing this. Like, it's not like... It's not a like, job. Yeah, it's not a job. It's it like it's like sometimes we got to find time to do it. But yeah, because we got lives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like like it's not like an obligation of where we have to be like, this has to be put out once a week, twice a week, whatever. Yeah. So, we, and if we ever got that way... We will do what we have to do. We'll make it work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we'll make but it that's work. not what it is right now. We're doing this for the love. And I love just doing it. I also love the fact that we've met some cool ass people doing this. Yeah, bro. And that's my favorite part. Why? Because I love people. And it's just been great to be like the people that we've met. Umbrella. Um, Naj. Naj. Lorenzo. Erica. Yeah, blue, blue hair. Um, reasonable, reasonable wrestling. Absolutely. Heartbreak Julio. Uh, dead ass girls. Every, it's just been fun. I love uh, interacting, and I can't wait to actually like when this dumb shit is over with this pandemic, we can actually like come together, have that that umbrella brunch. That's what I'm looking yes, for. Yes, sir. That's about to be with dope. The, the rum French toast. <laughs> have you had rum French toast? Before? I have never had rum French toast. If you, if you want just a good time, mm-hmm. you now give me something I'm gonna try one day. Yes, sir. Hey man, yes, sir. I will cook it myself. Yeah, oh man, that's what I did. Ah man, yes, sir. all I need is the recipe. I'm good. I got you. Thank boy. you. I got you. You was great. Thank Namaste. you, man. Yes, sir. No mistake. No mistake. No mistake. All right. That was kind of heavy. Namaste. Do you have anything of light before we get to another heavy? Yes, we, yes, we do. <laughs> cool. Yes, we do. I was kind of hoping to save the the top five the top five white women in movies. Yeah, I forgot about that. But but that's after, cool. We can do that after. Yeah, go that for after. it. So no, so the the, the the let's talk let's talk real quick about AEW. Okay, <clears throat> what about AEW? AEW and um, the segment with Jericho and MJF. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Have you seen it? It was racism. Nah. No, I mean, shout out to Jericho. I mean, Jericho got a while, but donating. But we talking about just specifically with the the um. It was the a segment. Frank, yeah, it was a Frank Sinatra song. I believe. I think so. Yeah. Uh, they basically sang and like had like a little musical number. But MJF and Jericho together. Yes. So they were I, like out to dinner and shit. So I had to look up. Like why Jericho and M- MJF were? Oh, why yeah. oh, why? I had no this? idea. Oh yeah, yeah. When yeah. I say I don't like when Cody came back, that I two mean, week, that two week period of watching AEW uh-huh. went all. Down. I watch AEW sometimes, but I at least like timeline wise usually keeps me like enough in the know where I know what's going on. Like so, I know like they're trying like MJF is trying to court him. Into becoming part of the uh, in, in, in Jericho is courting yeah. MJF. Yes, yes, yes. Into the inner circle, uh, so they do the 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 singing gimmick, and it got me thinking because the segment was stupid. But I understood why people found it entertaining. It was dumb, but it's entertaining. Yes, because gotta see it. Yeah, was, I mean, it was it like oh, they in the ring doing it? Or they nah, like, no, no, they were like at a restaurant or some shit. Oh, I gotta see that shit. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, 
It was definitely it's interesting. Like it's bad, but it's entertaining. Yo, nah, this shit lit. Oh man, so, uh, so and yeah, I gotta. It's so, different. Well, you see, I gotta remind myself that 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 one word that I always excludes the entertainment part. Mm-hmm. What's entertaining to me might not be entertaining to you, and that's not entertaining to me. But I get why it's entertaining to some people. But it got me thinking because I didn't laugh at all. Pe- people found it funny. I didn't laugh, but it got me thinking about. Moments that were genuinely funny in wrestling. Anything with Brock and um, R-Truth. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> R-Truth is a funny guy. Absolutely. He gets people to break out of character all the time. What the hell is wrong with I that? have no idea what's up with me with uh, <laughs> me and Yim on my television. But I, um, I always thought that the Shit that when Angle and Austin sung Jimmy Crack Corn. Oh, that mm-hmm. shit was funny. Jimmy yeah. Crack Corn, because I don't care. <laughs> I got Olympic gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Rock, when he destroyed Sacramento. Top. Oh, oh top notch. Loved it. Amazing. Amazing, the, top. Amazing television. Because there was the Queens. They always... They just need to send that 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 team to, to I mean, Seattle. I mean, we we gonna team. act like they didn't get cheated that one time? Like what? What? I don't. I'm. I don't know. Oh, game seven. We gonna act like they didn't get cheated? Game <laughs> seven against the Lakers. I don't remember that shit, bro. I really don't. Like you gotta enlighten me on that shit. Dude, I don't know. I don't remember. I can't remember if it was 2000 or 2002. I think it was. It's not the year that I was there. When the season was first one was in 2000. No, 2000 is first one, right? Yeah. The 2001 and 2002. And then three. That's when. Um, Who won? But the same, you're talking over the best part, my man. Bad. You're talking over the best part, man. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, brother. <laughs> threw that all, threw yeah. that all off, man. He got, he got it to the... Uh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was did. on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> he heard the basketball. Nigga <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> forgot the show was going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My fucking fault. Hey, man, it's, it's okay. It's, okay. it's all over, man. It's fine. I do think it was 2002, though. Or, or wait. What year is... What year is the... Was, Okay. Iverson. Yeah, it's 2002. Iverson was 01. Yeah, Iverson's 01. That's how I remember. Iverson's 01, so it had to be 2002. Mm-hmm. That's when the Kings said it. Game seven. They cheated the fuck out the niggas. Damn. I <laughs> they did. Look it, look it up. I will. <laughs> All them damn calls. Bullshit. That was Donahue? Huh? What was that? I think Tim Donahue was in that game. I think he was. That nigga was a crook. That nigga hated Iverson, boy. <laughs> that man's out here making money. He's like, he's like, yo, I gotta get this bread. I'm gonna make all this shit work. He got it. How them girls say, I gotta get, I gotta get that coin, poo. <laughs> Michelle, OnlyFans, I'm not following you on Facebook. Stop asking. These OnlyFans girls are aggressive. <laughs> hey man, like, I'm not mad at them trying to get their, uh, get their coins. They gotta do, they gotta do, they gotta do. They, they do. They advertising. 
Ain't nothing wrong with advertising. When we gonna do our Gucci Man appreciation day? Uh, one of these days. I'm sure we could do that. Man, let me produce a pot a pot one day. I already got the I already got the picture made. I got the topics rolled down already. On why oh, not, it's, why oh, this is like this is like when Maul did it. Yep, I want to do. <laughs> I want to do, but y'all gotta get fucked up. It gotta be one day that we gotta get so fucked up that. I got to I know the perfect episode. I know the perfect time. What's that? Is that the episode before I leave? Oh, okay. So I can produce it. You can produce yeah, it. you can produce that one. Man, this is an honor. You're in charge. Thank you. You're in charge. I have all. I have all the faith in you. I know it'll be great. How, when I'm a little bit. When is that? That would be the if we did it on a Sunday. That would be November 29th. Wait, how many days are in November? Damn, I don't know. Thirty. Thirty, yeah. November, yeah, we twenty. We have to talk, but yeah, man, I got man. Let's do it the next episode. We ain't gotta wait that long because that to your episode gotta be a whole different joint. You said, wait, you said if we did it next Sunday, yeah, that would be perfect because I'm like going to work that Monday. All right, then bet I'm gonna do a. a, a we ain't gotta get too fucked up. I just got an eye exam. Y'all, I'm talking about you. Do what you do. When you say you do what you do. And you say you, fucked up, like like how fucked up? Like, am I gonna just, be able to drive home? Just a little, not yeah, yeah, then, not too fucked. I'm just talking about just we gotta come here. Can I can I stay? That, can I stay over? Okay, if, if necessary. Sure. Because the way you talking is yeah, that's how. No, 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 no. We ain't gonna get that fucked up. We just gonna come here an hour earlier. Get smacked. Do you know? Hit, do our vices, and then by the time the podcast over, mm-hmm. we gonna be straight. See, I'm producing already. I'll shake to that. I'll shake to that. Hell yeah! All you gotta do is tell me today. It's okay. November, November, November first. Matter of fact, cool. We, we got a promo. So next, too. oh next, uh, next Sunday. Sunday. Next got Sunday. you. Next no Sunday. problem. We gotta promote that bitch. Oh, that's gonna be bad. Well, cause cow- oh no, it's gonna be good for the show. But the Cowboys or the Sunday night game, they about to get their ass whooped. They about to be real bad, real bad. Oh, they ain't winning shit. They not winning shit. No, I, they not winning so much that I pick. I'm picking every person that plays against them. That's who I pick up Jeez. that week. Mm, and that's your team. I know, I know, but I gotta win this money. I know, I respect that. <laughs> <I'm crazy, bro. laughs> hey, they suck. We know this. Right, enough. All right, what's up? You've been stalling too long. Oh, for the for real shit. You yeah, pre- you presented this to me. So I did you, present to so you. So you gotta shoot the gun first. All right, bro. So I was on Twitter. I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday. I was chilling. I seen uh, our man Noah uh, replying to a, a tweet, and if I, it was a Dark Side of the Ring season three. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he thought. Garvin. Yeah, he was like, I would really love a, ter- a Terry Garvin episode. And then I saw the exchange between y'all two, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, like I knew a little bit of the Ring Boy scandal, but I never like actually like researched it. Mm-hmm. I ain't nothing to do with work. I said, all right, let me go see what they are. And when I tell you that I was disgusted, <laughs> I, yo, bro, I was, it was wild. I was like, oh, I didn't know it was like this. Yes, sir. How, I was like, how did this, how did they get away with this? How is this even still a thing? And Terry Garvin, Pat Patterson, uh, what's my, what's his name? Phillips. Mel, Mel Phillips. There you go. Mel nigger Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> I, they out here calling the 
Ring Boys, the cream team. Because they's out here doing disgusting, abusive. So that wasn't a real tag team name? What? It wasn't a tag team. No, I thought that was uh um uh Pat Patterson and his homeboy tag team name. No, 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 no. Oh, they were just calling them that, the yeah. cream team. Mm-hmm. So little back little background context real quick. So back in the day, WWE never had an actual like ring crew like the way that they do now. Mm-hmm. What they would do and what Terry Garvin was doing was hiring young kids to come and put the ring together. You know what I mean? Especially ones that wanted to, to get into the business. You know what I mean? It's a good way for you to learn, be on the road. <sighs> Terry Garvin decided to take advantage of that. Now, mind you, all these children, kids were underage. Yes. There has always been this long stigmatism in professional wrestling that in order to get to where you want to be, you had to do favors for the promoter, regardless of who the promoter is. Uh, there was, this is all rumor, mind you. There was always a wrong for, you know, for old school fans, there was always a moral <clears throat> rumor that Tommy Rich won the NWA title by doing favors to the promoter, Jim Barnett. Mm-hmm. Now, in a sexual favors? Yes, yes. It's never been confirmed or denied, but it's just, it's been a long-standing rumor. Um, where WWF falls in it, and it, it fell at a really murky time for, for the company because at this time they were going through the Sahorian trial, the steroid trial, right? So, so Colton was out here embarrassing them. Oh, no, mm-hmm. sending them of all yeah, places. Right? 6'9. Colton is 6'9 wrestling, bro. How you gonna be with the gang and then snitch on the gang? I'm not surprised. I mean, that kind of fits his character. Yeah, that's the six. He the he the six nine of the piece of shit that he is. But I digress. So what Terry Crew or Terry Garvin and Mel Phillips and Pat Patterson were doing was sexually harassing these young men. Mm-hmm. Same thing, especially Pat Patterson in the spot that he was in because he was essentially Vince's right hand man when it came to the booking, came to the pushes, stuff like that. They were both. Uh, Vice presidents, weren't they? Yes, they were. Yes, yes they, they were. both had very high positions. Pat Patterson was the head booker in WWE. Mm-hmm. So, I th- it, the the one of the gentlemen is a gentleman by the name of Barry O. For those that don't know who Barry O. is, his name is Barry Orton. He is the brother of Cowboy Bob Orton. Therefore, mm-hmm. he's the uncle of Randy Orton. Yes. Uh, he said that Pat Patterson came up to him and offered him a push if he was willing to do whatever it took to get that push and when asked if that meant sexually Mm -hmm. pat patterson was kind of like take it however you want to take it i would say you got other stories with uh tom hankins i will read the quote for you please do please do after about an hour i asked patterson about giving me a shot at doing tv for real he told me in no uncertain terms that there was only one way that I was ever going to work TV for them. And that's by having sexual relations with him that very night. I told him that I felt he was free to do as he pleased, but I definitely wasn't interested in being a participant. He responded by reiterating that I would never work TV for the WWF in that case. He kept his word. That's crazy. That's crazy. Se- sexual so they- harassment to the 
to the max. That's quid pro pro yeah. pro to the max. I was just about to say that shit, bro. That's exactly what it is, bro. And that's sick, man. That's just a sick human being, bro. Like you should just be basing shit off of just pure talent, and they got it like that way. So that makes that makes sense for a lot of these guys that we see. That we like, man, these motherfuckers suck. Uh, I, I would also like to read something real quick. <clears throat> this comes from an article done by uh, Daniel Pina, and it was talking about WWE trying to re- erase a former ring announcer. The ring announcer in question is Mel, Mel Phillips. Mm-hmm. For those unaware, Phillips was exposed as a pedophile who frequently took advantage of underage males. He supervised setting the rings up at live events who came from broken homes and troubled backgrounds. Tom Cole, who worked as worked for the WWE as a ring, att- ring attendant in the 80s and 90s when he was underage through youth, uh, young adults, hurled charges against his former employer that resulted in the resignation of three longtime employees and helped fuel a sex scandal that played the company for years. He went public in 1992 when claims that wrestler turned front office employee Terry Garvin attempted to seduce him two years earlier when he was 19 and that he had been sexually harassed at the age of 13 by Phillips. WWE Hall of Famer Bret Hart claimed in his 2007 autobiography that both Garvin and Phillips and Pat Patterson resigned in March of that year as a result of the allegations of sexual uh, conduct. Only Patterson was ever rehired. Now, Pat Patterson was... You know, let's, let's be honest... In the early 90s, being a homosexual was something that would have gotten you ridiculed. Yeah. Would have made you, you know, would have... Um, different out, times. Different times. Very different yeah. times. Very different times. It wasn't accepted. Pat Patterson has never been charged with anything relating to these. That does not make him a free man in any way, shape, or form. Once again, it could have just been... He's just never been charged. Yeah. You know what I mean? Case in point, I showed you an interview that Roddy Piper did Mm -hmm. where Roddy Piper uncomfortably talked about Pat Patterson in his time when Roddy was 18 in uh, Los Angeles. Pat Patterson, for our our wrestling aficionados, was a big star in the Los Angeles market. You know, him and the crippler Ray Stevens, fantastic tag team, but they had a lot of clout. Roddy Piper... Being homeless, coming from uh, from Canada, trying to make his way. The way he talked, the way he described, the way his uncomfortableness talked, it was very telling that something happened between Pat Patterson and Roddy Piper. If you ever watched, do you remember they did the the Legends House? Yes. Have y'all ever seen it? Mm-hmm. Have you ever I, seen? I, I watched one episode. Did you ever see how Roddy Piper was around Pat Patterson? No, I don't remember that. If you ever get a chance to go back, it's very subtle, but it's very telling. It's a level of uncomfortableness. Like, that type of uncomfortableness, like, something's happened between you and me in the past. To make me feel that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, the video you showed me, like, you can definitely see, like, the way, like, some, it was deeply troubling, whatever happened between the, the two of them. That he, it was hard for him to, to speak on it. He didn't. Re- he talked vaguely. He talked about how Pat Patterson didn't like him, and then the interview was like, "Oh, the, like you got some backstage heat 
or anything like that. And I, he was like, nah, nah. I, I have just, the clip because you haven't seen it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll show it to you. I almost watched this shit the other day, too. He said, Pat don't like him. I wonder why Pat don't like him. Again, in the Olympic Auditorium, I was, I don't know, 21. Oh, yeah, bro. He look like he got a skeleton in his car. You know, you need to be a man about these. Me, I'm talking about myself. You need to be a man about these things. And, uh, you, you know, like since I was 15, I've been in this business. Oh, and, wow. uh, when you're young in this business, it can be very difficult. Yeah. Um, it's a political thing. It's trying to get you down. No, no. I, um, hey, you know, probably my fault. I was, I, uh, Damn. No, it's never your fault. I got a pretty little kid, believe it or not, one time, and uh, it just got awkward. That's all. That's he, all. Ma- he made it awkward, and, and you held a grudge. Or I did, whatever, you know, my bad. Were you forced to? No, no, my fuck that. No. That's just, uh, it's a hard business. Yo, hey, that shit be happening, bro. That should definitely be happening, man. And that's a shame. And you know what? Men are men have this machismo and this macho mentality and just you know in society when like stuff like that happen to you, you don't wanna tell nobody because you're afraid of what somebody else may say about you and stuff like that. But man, that should be happening more times than not, man. And, that's just sad. That's just sad. I seen it. I I never seen it personally, bro. But my family, bro, I done heard stories about kids, older people, male and female, bro, and and they act the same way Piper did, talking about it, and it's like a grudge that they hold on to. You know, I mean, they are like four, three, four, five. It was like an older cousin tried me like that, bro. A male. I was just, I knew, I knew karate from Power Rangers, so I just did that. Mm-hmm. But every time I seen him, just that he like, like at the t- at the time I didn't know what was going on. I just, I just knew that was not supposed to happen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like I was like, what? Like, bro, like, no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like even at like at that age, like I didn't like I didn't know I didn't know I didn't know what I didn't know what he was trying to do. I just know it wasn't normal. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. I knew I wanted to play Power Rangers, so I just beat him up. And then my grandmother came in and you know what I mean I told her like what what that nigga was trying to do and that was it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you four or five, you know, you're going to be honest. You know, and just like that fact that, like, it was a, a grudge that, I, like, every time I seen him, bro, I wanted to fight him. But I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. Like I, like, I wanted to fight him, but I couldn't. I never spoke to him. And that's, like, one of my, my, my like, one of my cousins. You know what I'm saying? 
and we I just never spoke to him. I never spoke to him. But you know, that's how I know like something had transpired between him because I've I've seen that I've seen that I had that feeling before that type of hand. You know what I'm saying? Over somebody that that just try you like even just the nothing may not even have like transpired between him and Pat. But the audacity that that man tried him, like, you think about some stuff. Like, why did he come to me? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what, like, what like, he saw in me to even think that he can try me like that? Am I a bitch-ass nigga? Like, you know, then you come with the extra machismo. You know, you come with extra, extra, extra dip on your chip just to try to show people that you ain't this, you ain't that. And then you realize, you know, that's... That's that's just a it's a wrong coping skill because you get into many fights. And I'm not talking about Python, I'm talking about for myself. Like you get into many fights, what you fighting for? Like what you running from? Like attack the problem. Like know that like, you gotta realize that it wasn't your fault. That's just sick people out here, bro. And, pe- and like sick people don't realize what they do, bro. Like they could fuck up somebody. They could fuck a kid mind up. You know what I'm saying? They can fuck a person mind up. Especially like that he in the age, like he was at the age where he could understand shit a little bit more. And that's not even necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? That could probably that could probably be a bad thing on the fact that he started thinking about shit a little bit more. You know, I ain't, I ain't start thinking about that shit until I got like 11, 12 when, you know, you start thinking back on shit in life, retrospect, and like, you know what, next time I see this motherfucker, bro, he dead. Like, you don't even want to fight him no more. Like, you want to kill him. But you just can't. It's just some power that them sick motherfuckers have over you that you just can't, you can't shake. But I commend him for, you know, even just bringing that shit up. You know, because that's just something that people don't, like, men don't talk about it. And you can be, and that could fuck you up for life if you don't try to, you know, work on it or, uh, you know, like, think it through or don't see it for what it really is. It's nothing. It was, yeah, because he automatically thought that he was, like, like, it was his fault. And I work with a lot of kids that that shit happens. That's one of the reasons why I work with kids. You know what I'm saying? For the mental health aspect, you know, uh, not being abused mis- uh, mentally or physically, you know, and, and and that's one of the things, that's the first thing victims do. They try to figure out what did I do, you know, to be a victim. You didn't do anything. People are sick as fuck, you know what I'm saying? First of all, commend you for telling such a story because, mm. hey man, uh, fuck him. Anybody, like mm. like you said, there's six people in this world and I'm happy that even though he tried you, that nothing else ever happens to oh, me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and, like, I just think like, if something, like, happens to you when you're younger, like, you should be, like, don't be, I would, I would love people to, like, to be able to express themselves right. and be able to, like, you have to, like, get it out. Like, cause holding it in can be detrimental to you. Mm-hmm. And first of all, like you said, you're a victim. It's not your fault. Ooh, not your fault. fault. And also, I saw so many bullshit on here. I might as well say some shit that could no, help somebody. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, bro. You gotta balance it out. Uh, ultimately, you know, 
we're bringing this up for that particular reason mm-hmm. because, like I said, this is a something that doesn't get talked about enough. And I know for a fact, had if Dark Side of the Ring was able to do that episode, there would be things left out of it. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, they wouldn't go 100%. Yeah. Um, not not discrediting the great work that they do on that show because they do mm-hmm. fantastic work. But I know for a fact we're, we're talking about a juggernaut of a company. They're not going to bring up something like that. You know what I mean? It just is a reminder of the dark history that pro wrestling has attached to it. Um, mm-hmm. For many reasons. That's still in effect today? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, the speaking out is not just something that started in 2020. You know, it's, it's been happening. Mm-hmm. And we're not even talking about the countless things that happened that have never been documented in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. No one that talks about it. Like, what do you want to Oh, he's on the TV. I was in there like, what are you talking about? <laughs> now they got, they, they, uh, I'm about to say, but this, it's not like this company has changed too much. Right. They still, they still employ people that are here. Right, you, right. you can paint over walls and call it a different color, but there's something always underneath it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, still in the foundation. Yeah, and, and that's why I'm not. That's why I'm not like afraid to, you know, talk about you know myself because I feel like everybody, everybody go through stuff that they, that they. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't mean to right now. <laughs> no, no, I, mean, I think everybody go through shit that they somewhat make or break them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And or something that's defining in them that can, you know, ponder <coughs> or hurt them or something they just ponder upon. You know, you you talk to older people in your family or like or um you may know the the skeleton like the deep dark secret in your family life, you know. And you don't wanna <coughs> you don't wanna speak upon that because that's your family, that's older people's drama. But it, but if you if you could help them or reach them at that defining moment where it could have hurt them for life, where they could have pondered on it and made a better decision early on in their life, I guarantee you would do that. Right. So why not? You can't do it. So why not start with the people that's coming up? Absolutely. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like other people got to know that they're not alone with a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? I, and you don't it don't make you less of a person, more of a person, because at the end of the day, who are people to judge you? Nobody. Goes that's back, goes back that, to what we were talking about earlier. And that's that on that. Mm. <laughs> anything anything else we gotta say on this? Nah, other than Terry Garvin, Mel Phillips and Pat Patterson, some sick individuals. Hope y'all hope y'all right in hell. Yes, I was commending Pat Patterson. Huh? I was commending Pat Patterson, man. Like he was. Oh, you know the one thing I really hate that they they do. They always try just because that uh, Pat Patterson gay. They try to use that like as, as like the reason. They're like, yeah, that's why he gets lumped in. No, no, no Pat Patterson no. was a disgusting was a, human being. Yes, he was the fucking asshole yeah. 
out here being um preying on the talent and the because he was the book because he was the book because he gets to have that um, power over them. That can make you or break you. There's a fantastic clip uh, from 1985 of Terry Funk beating the holy hell out of Noel Phillips. And it is beautiful. And I hope I encourage everybody to just go watch it. And just get watched. Because it's first of all, it's Terry Funk. Is it a match? No. No, he just beat him up. Yeah, he just he beat, beat him. him up. Yeah. And before you know the story, it's like, damn, Terry Funk is beating up a black man. I don't like this. But nah, then you watch it, it's like yeah. This is worth it. I was like, Terry Funk beating shit out of him. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Yeah. Man, this has been that was the ring announcement? Yeah. Yeah. This has been a heavy episode, though. It has. Got to lighten this mood up. White women. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just made my top five. Okay. Yeah. Get your, get your, your cups. Top five, top five, top five. Get your top cups. Five. Get your milk. Mm. Pour it in the cup. Mm. We about to... First of all, let's, let's preface by saying... We, we love our black women. We <laughs> love our black women. Y'all are our wife. We can't do anything without you. We all date one. Yes. <laughs> yes. But there's been some women, particularly white women, in movies. And when I say chef's kiss. Now, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. <laughs> you were trying to find the right climate? Just the right time <laughs> to do it and bring it out. And it started because, like I said, I was watching... You know, it's, it's October, so mm-hmm. October is Halloween, and one of my favorite Halloween movies is scare, uh, Scream, mm-hmm. and in Scream is the absolutely divine Nev Campbell. Great. 1996 Excellent. Nev Campbell. Excellent choice. Could get all this work. Mm-hmm. Who is that? Maybe. Oh, Nev Campbell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From Scream. Yes. yes. That kind of look like Topanga. No, no, no there's she, man, she's short though. I don't really see that. I think Neff Campbell's a little. I think Neff Campbell's tall. Man, she was yeah, like the I'm main. Pretty, she was the I'm main pretty sure Neff Campbell. She was yeah. the main. She was the main character. Yes, because right. Danielle for right. sure's not that tall. Yeah, she's not. But let's let's break it down, fellas. Our man. top five white women in movies or TV or television. Yes. Who wants to go first? Like, should we do? I'll go first. Should we do one, 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 and then rock it like that? Um. Yeah. That's why not. Yeah. Let's do it. Why not? Um, I'll go first and applaud each other on our, our um, excellent team. Mine is my first one. No, in no particular order, of course. Um, Cameron Diaz and the Mask. Nigga. I saw the Mask for the first time in probably eight years. Yeah, the couple of days ago. Yeah. First of all, and I said, why did, "Why did you decide to watch it?" It was on TV. Oh, okay. You, you, I just had, I, I literally happened to be on like the the first three minutes of the movie, and I was like, "This seems like an excellent choice. I'm gonna watch this." Yes, sir. So. Yeah, I watched that, and then here she comes with the red dress. Mm. Yeah, shout out. amazing! Shout out to Stanley. Yeah, what was that? Ninety four camera. Ninety four. Oh my god, the uh, the gold the gold dress. Her singing and shit. Mm. A four year old me was. What are these feelings? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I was six. What is this? In Cinema Eight? Cafe. What is this? <laughs> with my family. Yeah. Cinema Cafe when it was. Over there in Denby area? Yes, sir. Mm, great times. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Right? Tons. Real Newport new shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Megan Fox and Transformers. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Megan Fox was a nice part of Very much. Was. So, too bad she got blackballed. Is. What did she get blackballed for? Because uh, Michael Bay, I think, made like advances towards her. 
and they go to the fucking rapist. You know how he do. You know how they do. I've already said my number one, 96, Neff Campbell. Yes. The screen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, let's see. Um, number two. I'm pretty sure this is a D-Max list as well. Uh, Daniel Official, Boy Meets World. Um, Topango. It, Topanga, if, for everyone, if you don't know. I, I don't think there was ever... I don't think there was any full-blown male that did not have a crush on... I loved... Hey, man. Love Topanga. She is still fun. Yes. Yes. Loves wrestling too. No. Yeah, I know. And and found out that she wasn't out here hating on the girl. She's not racist. Yeah, she's not racist. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason she made the list. I heard I saw them. I was like, yes. Well, it was like in question she was ever racist. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, the damn, what's the old girl name? Uh, oh Angela. Oh, the black girl? Yeah, she said that, that she was treated badly by the cast. Mm. And at first she was saying it was like part of the big three doing it. And other than Sean, and we were like, "Oh damn!" We were like, "Yo, fuck this show, then." Yeah. But then she came back and said, "Nah, not for real." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, everybody's like, "Yeah, everyone, okay, cool." Mm-hmm. But yeah, she, 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 she like Jordan on my list, so I ain't put him on my list. Like, you know, I, uh, okay. top five, I got you, I got you. And like, like Jordan's understood. He's like Jordan's just understood. I got you. Okay. Yeah, she not. But my first car was an all white, two thousand thirteen. Dodge Challenger, and uh, I named it to Panga. That's name because because we were white. I ain't gonna lie. Of course, I but that is your choice. My second pick on the baddest white um, ladies <laughs> in movies and television <laughs> is a R.I.P. Um, Brittany Murphy. Okay, and and mom, great choice because she had that. I used to grow up in Cherry Park, so I knew exactly what look she was going for, and she hit it, and it was like, yeah, I. My number two is Denise Richards in Wild Things. Mm. Wow, that's a nice one. Nice one. Man. Nice one. She's on my list. Different movie. Uh, <laughs> on my list. I feel like I know what movie it is. <laughs> what movie is it? Oh, yeah, oh okay, cool. But uh, I just want to say that the threesome scene mm-hmm. and the pool scene in Wild Things. Mm. Yo, that was my first uh, introduction. Me. <laughs> Great. I was like, so that's what you do with champagne. Mm. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, I just re-looked at my list. She actually isn't on my list. Ah. I chose someone else. Did I remember who I was going to pick up? Uh, was was Denise Richards the role was the Starship Troopers? No. Oh. I was going to say on the cover better. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, my next one is Nikki Cox in Unhappily Ever After. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. That's a good one right there. I don't know if anyone's ever watched the show. One, it's a hilarious show. Uh, I can't say I have. Oh, it's um, it's it's kind of like um, Married with Children esque. Ah. Um, except for he has like a uh, imaginary character that he talks to from time to time. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, super hilarious. If you ever had a chance to watch it, very funny, very funny. I'm gonna go with um, Uma Thurman. On Batman, of course, and I. She was wearing that suit. Yeah, yeah. she was wearing that suit. Yeah. Excellent. Then that's the first thing I ever jacked off to. I'm <laughs> 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 some real shit. We you know, keep it real. Ain't that what the young folks say? I won't express it. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say we, we 
Now the devil is out here sharing that moment. Hey. <laughs> they say, hey, bro, they say I'm too real sometimes. Hey, I'm about to say, I know mine. <laughs> so I'm just so you're not alone. Yeah, <laughs> so do so, so, so. I. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'll lie. The yeah. first ever person. And if she was white, I ain't gonna lie to you. Sorry, my queen. <laughs> I let y'all down. The first ever person I jacked off to, like to a picture, not thinking about in my head, was Trish Stratus. I had a WWE magazine, and she was the, and she was the um the fold out. Remember they had the fold out yeah, yeah, joint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could rip it out and make a poster, but I was too scared <laughs> to make that a poster. My mom would have ripped that shit down when I was at school or some shit. Yeah. But on my third, uh, definitely used to make some good jerk chicken at the grill. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, fuck, <laughs> Y'all mind. He back. Jerk <laughs> chicken. Ah, love it. Jerk that chicken. Okay, Nicholas. Man, this is fucked up. <laughs> matter of fact, I need to. Matter of fact, let's save this for the D Mac episode. <laughs> hey, man, that's fine. We can save for D Mac episode. That's all. Oh, right, that's cool. What are we? His, the first jack off, I guess. Yep. <laughs> first thing. The first uh, jack off story. That's gonna be on it. All right, my number. Seriously. My number three. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth in American Pie. Mm. Ooh, that's mm. a good one. That's a good yeah, one. Oh. Man. Played the Florida Saints student. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. a good. Also, one. honorary message to her in Scary Movie too. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So. Mm. That's the one that said, "What are you waiting for, huh?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you waiting for? They killed the fuck out of him. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. Are we on four now? Four. Yeah. four. four. It is. If I remember correctly, yes. Cat Dennings and two broke girls. Hi. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh, and she is sexy. Very much so. Very much so. Alright. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's really. She's really abreast of the situation. Yeah. Now mine a little complicated. Mm. Oh, this okay. next one. Okay. But people gonna y'all gonna feel me when I say it. Okay. Y'all ready? Go for it. Let's do. We here. Hillary Duff. Not as when she was uh, what the fuck Lizzie she was? McGuire? Lizzie, Lizzie McGuire. McGuire. I'm talking about now. Hillary Duff got the games a little I'm bit. I'm not mad at you. Yeah, she is fine as fuck. Like Hillary Duff. I'm Hillary Duff, hey, boy, I'm that is Sarah. That that's that's Sarah Lee back there. That's good. That's Sarah Lee. I'm telling you, bro. You spending you spending at least a good five dollar for a slice. You know Sarah Lee cakes ain't it, ain't got damn cheap. No, no sir. That's like Kroger brand games. Uh, that's local right there. Game farm food. That red barn shit off of uh. You know that that red barn off the oh, corner in Big about. Bethel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, they cake's expensive as fuck and nasty. Damn. Nasty as fuck. But yeah. Hillary Duff shit gonna yeah. taste good. My number five, mm-hmm. Alicia Silverstone and Clueless. Oh, I knew she was gonna be up there. Mm-hmm. I know your, 
your affinity for uh, I forgot Cletus. about her. I'm mad at myself. Yeah, no, man. Yeah. Just, don't be mad, my brother. You just no. being reminded. Yes. No, it's that's cool. what it is. We all, everyone has their choices. First of all. I don't even think we've doubled for real. No. 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 Look at this. All of us have different choices. <laughs> Shut up. Shout out to the to the pod. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, number five. All right. So, I'm probably going to butcher the fuck out of her name. That's okay. But it's A-OK. Uh, Feruza Bolt. Oh, stand and the craft. Oh, stand thank you. Up, thank you, my nigga. Yes. Ah, ah, yes. Love her. Yes. Love her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Underrated. Weird sexy. Yes. Oh. You know I love my weird Yes, man. sir. <laughs> oh, man. She's amazing Woo. in the craft. She's amazing at Waterboy. Yes. That was a love good her. one. Thank that you. was a good one. Thank you. Thank you. I like you know that. I like that. Alright. Um, I'm going to go with Amy Joe Johnson, a.k.a. the Pink Ranger. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No, nothing. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. Yeah. I always used to love her, but she was so nice and kind. You know what I'm saying? She so was- you knew she was a freak. I remember I actually found a sex scene with her and... Hmm. It was interesting. She was right. <laughs> fuck out this nigga. I was like, mm-hmm. this is like some um, mm-hmm. uh, what you call it, Cinemax shit, something like that, mm-hmm. something like that. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Uh, my number five, rounding out, is Tiffany Amber Thiessen from Saved by the oh, Bell. Oh, Kelly, Pals- Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, that was a fine white woman. Mm-hmm. That was a fine white woman. Was bad as hell. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bad as a motherfucker, boy. Mm. Segment. Shout out to our because <laughs> I I don't know if we have any white women listeners. I doubt it. I mean, one of my friends listens sometimes. Shout out to her. She listens sometimes. Yeah, shout out to, to Sarah. Shout out to Sarah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, where we at, bro? Uh, we are at two hours. Yeah, two hours. Two hours flat. Yeah, for the most part, man. Before we do <laughs> all, <laughs> yeah, totally forgetting the whole big ass microphone and everything. So, but it's cool. It's all right. Yeah. Hey, just know, just know, it's, it's done out of appreciation. Oh, of course. Yes, sir. He just, he was just curious. Oh, oh I'm curious. Uh, I want to know what's on your mind. Uh, real quick before we do, uh, before we do uh, the watchers, uh, anybody want to say anything about Khabib? Oh yeah, man. You know what I mean? Khabib, like how can he not be like the goat of his shit? I already saw somebody throwing out the um you know, we you know, we, we call Khabib the goat, but when it comes to John Jones, you know, John Jones ain't been defeated, why why are we not calling him the goat? I didn't uh, hear anybody not, I, me personally I was like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've seen, I've seen. Oh, oh yeah, okay. I've seen. Like she, like she drank Yingling. I told the fall motherfucking special goddamn. <laughs> the October first joint. Yo, you stupid, bro. That's my favorite beer, though. Yeah. Hey, I ain't mad at you. She was. Great friend, great friend. Yeah. Bought a shirt, supporter of the show, mm. love her forever. Yep. Shout out to the Bush Gardens with it and the. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout out. 
Yeah. Oh, me, Khabib. Khabib, man. Khabib. Oh. man, John Jones was ranked pound for pound number one forever. Could be if anybody was disrespected, and it's not no black or no white thing, bro. And that means it is a black and a white thing because people make it that. But at the same time, John Jones was ranked the number one fighter, damn near half his career. Yeah. He lost two fights. One. Well, you could. Technically, the one. Technically, two. Who's the second one? Who's technically? He got a no contest. That's not a loss. He knocked his ass out. Who's the no no contest? The second um, Cormier fight. Because of the drug test. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But but you got to factor that into preparation is part of the fight. Preparation part of the fight, bro. If you cheating on a fight and they find that you cheating. I mean, technically, they said he didn't cheat. I mean, he took he took some shit he wasn't supposed to take. Technically, but that's true. He shouldn't be fighting. It's not a exactly. <laughs> so if he wasn't fighting, if he he wasn't supposed to be fighting, and he fought off with the, it's not a performance enhancing drug, but it's still a drug, bro. And like, you ever beat a crackhead? You ever seen a crackhead lose a fight? Yes. Against what a nine crackhead? But, I was gonna say another crackhead. Yeah. But. Well, yeah, it got to yeah, be yeah, another yeah, crackhead. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. They ain't gonna lose a fight against another nigga because they gonna all like in a real fight they gonna probably outlast that nigga because they got so much stamina. Anyway, y'all can follow, y'all can see what that theory is on your own time. But what I'm saying is, he got a loss. Khabib got no losses and he fought every top person in his weight class. Every top person. Do you think John Jones didn't? John Jones did, but he got he got one loss. He got one loss. But so and I'm not saying that, that, lo- not pop, that one loss don't that one loss don't even barely count. I mean, it count, but it shouldn't because he was whooping his ass, and then he just happened to come down with the the shit. That was the only reason he lost. He, he lost. Though. Oh, I feel you. I'm just saying that's a, that's my. I'm, I'm, be, just defend, be, I'm here to defend we, John Jones. We see, and and and, and 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 I'm a big John Jones fan. Don't get me wrong. That's that's my favorite fighter, and I still think he number one pound for pound. But I cannot argue against Khabib record. Hey yo, oh, real quick, man. yo yo yo. I have a question. Yes. Dude, is this every week that yeah, she this gets? Is, this, this, about, this has been about four weeks. Now. I know. No, it, it has to be more than that. Has it been more? It has to be. I refuse to believe that that, it, that she has not gone through this table, announced table, at least six times. Can, but can it also just be, it, start, it literally has started since Miro debuted on AEW. They weren't, yes. doing, they weren't doing this before. I don't think so, no. Yeah. No? They weren't. I don't think so, no. Okay. Yes, Miro's so, been on AEW, and then she's gone through an announcement every did, week. Yes. I think every week but one. I think yes, but, but yes, back to Khabib versus John Jones. I have no problem giving him pound for pound. Absolutely, of all time. Okay, I, I still think it's John Jones. This is why I give John Jones the credit because even though you want to hold the one loss against him, or even you want to hold the no contest against him, he beat the the president of his division. He beat the past of his division. He beat the future of his division and cleared it the fuck out. No, nah, no, nah, that's why I say he. That's why I said he's still my number one. Put it, in put it I just like can't this: argue against them. I'm never going to be mad if somebody was like to them. Khabib was the greatest. Right. I'm not going to be mad. No, I'm not going to be mad if somebody says John Jones is the greatest of all time. Khabib's lost one round. Did we ever figure out who it was? No, we did it. 
I think Ew. it's Connor, but I'm not sure. <laughs> nah, it wasn't I really Connor. Thought it was, I thought it was, it was one round, bro. A motherfucker looked like he about choked him out, and he got out of it, and then he choked him right back out. Yeah, I don't. That can't be the round because he knocked him out that way. Well, he choked him out that round, but he only lost one round, bro. I want to say it was Connor. Oh, it says two rounds in his entire career. I know Connor got one of them because Connor. Yeah, was I think Rock- Connor was, was one. Con- was con- Connor's one. I really want to say it was Rafael dos Anjos that, but I could be wrong. It's the third round of his October 2018 victor- victory over. Okay, he got one was Connor. That's Connor. Then what's the other one he lost? <laughs> oh, they gave Gagey the first round, which I kind of got. The kind of not. I can first, that. Yeah, I, I get it. They gave oh, Gagey the first oh, round. Oh, the last fight. Yeah. I get it, cause though for real, if you want to keep it honest, the, the he, he didn't get a take. He stopped everything. He only got the oh, take yeah, down did, at the end. He did stuff him a lot. Yeah, so I can definitely see why they gave him the first round. But oh, buddy, did he get that work the second? <laughs> and let's also keep in mind, uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov is a man of principle. Absolutely, Khabib is never coming. Back. Never, never. When that means problem, his mama. Yeah. He you, probably, don't break, you don't break promises to His mom. mom didn't even want him to fight this one. And it's understandable, you know, that yeah. man has been trained by his father this entire time. He's even fighting bears. Bears. He lived with his parents. Still. Still. Yeah, she's accepted, beautifully accepted over there. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I'm pretty sure that's his house, but he's living in there like yeah. that's their house. That's how much principles that man got, and I respect it. Absolutely. I mean, you, like I said, he already a made man over there, so. Indeed. Yeah. And, then, and you know, and you know, it's a, an underrated kind of something that's not really getting talked about. At least that I haven't seen. Sure. Next week, no, this Saturday is potentially Anderson Silva's last fight. Like, with, yeah, what, what he's going against Uriah Hall. Uriah Hall, yeah. I mean, what, what company he in? You see, he, he is still. Yeah, he ain't going nowhere, man. Let's hear that shit. He's gonna lose. No, I might watch that. I might watch that shit. Is it and free? Uriah has been known to fuck up. Is it free? I don't know. Oh, man, I, don't I mean, what you tank. mean? I'm watching the tank fight every week. I mean, you probably could do both. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, TV, TV, tablet, yeah, be TV, like, laptop. I can't be like I, in the fight. I'd be more into it. Bro. I always just have the shit that I'm least interested in. On the, the least, small joint. the least interested shit is on this, and then whatever I want on because that. Because if something pops off, I'm like, no, I probably watch the. <laughs> I might watch one of them later. Like, Who's take, uh, tank fighting? Leo Santa Cruz, he a tough one, 26 pounder, but he coming up to 130, tank going back down to 130, and but they fighting for both the 135 and the 130 belt. Do you agree with Mayweather's comments about oh. them being too many belts in boxing? Hell yeah. It's way too many belts. Bro, you know how many belts they are? I don't even want to make a prediction because I, I know it's a lot. All right, so each sanctioning body got a, a belt in each a weight division. class. The WBC... Added more belts, wow. so it's like, so for example, um, Devin Haynes, like so. Uh, shout out to Leo Santa Cruz who just beat Lomachenko yes. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He got the he got the WBC franchise belt, but Devin Haney has the WBC belt. You kind of get what I'm saying? Somewhat. The re- Is the franchise belt like the lineal belt? Kind of sort. It's weird. Because see, Lomachenko relinquished the regular belt. Okay. And WBC gave him a franchise belt because Devin Haney was his mandatory. 
And I don't, he, he could speculate if he wanted to fight Devin Haney. I don't <coughs> think he did. Mm-hmm. But now nah, De- Devin Haney didn't even have to fight nobody. And he was the he was a world champion. Yeah. That's why it's like it's hard to even say that now they like top rank or ESPN, however you want to say it, is promoting Leo Santa Cruz as the uh undisputed champion. But you can't be an undisputed champion if it's still belts out there. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like he has four belts in all four of the sanctioning bodies, but the franchise belt kinda got an asterisk on it. Because Nomachenko was given that belt and Devin Haney was given that belt. Now, if they two fight for, you know what I'm saying, for all the marbles, then he will be kind of undisputed. But still, I just told you guys, Devin Haney, I mean, not Devin Haney, Javante Tank Davis and Leo, I mean, um, yeah, Leo Santa Cruz. Well, I said the first, I mean, Teal Santa, Teal, um, Teofimo Lopez beat uh, Lomachenko, not Leo Santa Cruz. But Leo Santa Cruz got the 130 belt, and Tank got the 135. Mm. So it's still belts out it, in the division, so you can't be undisputed. If, or do you if, have, there's belts it, in the division. There's two different belts out there still. Yeah. And it's like it's different because you got the world super, the world, like the regular, then the franchise in WBC. You know what I'm saying? Canelo has the franchise middleweight, but the um, Big Charlo got the fucking uh, real belt. Yeah. So who's the champion? Right. Who knows? Uh, Watchers? Watchers of the week? Yes. Okay. It's Halloween Havoc. So, I'm going to go with... You're going to Halloween Havoc theme? Yes. All right, cool. That's, that's what I'm going with. Um, so, I know. All right, so if y'all have not ever known, one of my favorite uh, fall brawl mo- uh, moments of matches. Brick Flair getting his fucking head smashed by Kurt Hennig. Yes, sir. So, my watching is Halloween Havoc when they face each other. Yeah, good one. Good one. <laughs> I believe it was for the United States Championship. Yeah. Because Kurt Hennig yes, did it get was. it. it yes, was. it was. Kurt Hennig gets it. And Ric Flair proceeds to basically try to whoop his ass the entire fight. And he lost. Yes. It was great. Yes. Amazing. Uh, my watcher is... I, I'm going to do something unprecedented. Stats. I'm going to do two. Oh, look at you. Actually, I'm lying. I'm not going to do two. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, my watcher of the week is uh, from Halloween Havoc 1991. Mm-hmm. Yes, 1991. It is a world television title match between a young, stunning Steve Austin defending against a young Dustin Rhodes. Nice. Yes. Bloody bloody hard-hitting match. I can see it. I'm going to go with um, Chris Jericho versus Dean Malenko and Slamboree. I think it was, what, 97? So you just go back past uh, the Halloween heavy. Yeah. He said, "Fuck the Halloween yeah. thing." He said, "I don't mean nothing to me." He said, "I like my, my pay per views in May." My bad. My bad. I don't give a damn. My bad. I'll keep it because that's a great match. Oh uh, yeah, it was great. See when he took off the mask. Yes. Yeah, because he had quit before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was great. I'm not mad. I'm with it, man. Hey. Oh no, nah, you were. You were. You were amazing. Uh-huh. It actually goes with the theme I had last week. And episode. technically, technically, Dean Malenko was in a costume. Yes. 
<laughs> so it fit. And it's COVID and he wore a mask. So. Yeah. Yes. He was ahead of his time. <laughs> so, uh, ahead of his time, he was. All the luchadors was ready for this shit. Uh, <laughs> Is that bad to say or you're going to edit me? Hey, y'all. Hey, look here. <laughs> look here. The shit I said earlier, I hope that's not on this episode. We can, we can what shit? I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. we can talk about it. Yeah. Well, that's All fine. Right. I mean, again, I don't think you can do. say it. I have a whole edit button. I know yeah. how to do it. And how do you think I you said it. I don't want you to work too hard. It's not that hard. I know how to do it now. It's really easy. Boosie. Oh, oh, oh my God. No, that's easy. Yeah. I, I, I have to listen to episode. Please, I realize I done fucked up. Because <laughs> <laughs> that shit is close. That shit is yeah, really yeah, Oh, no, no. Oh, nigga. I got us. Yeah, thank you. Have I ever let us down? You have not. So cool. <laughs> I have let go of ter- of whole episodes because I didn't realize what I was doing. I didn't realize what the fuck I was doing. You know the great thing about that that moment is <laughs> the moment before where I was like in a few words. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I went off. <laughs> My bad, bro. I got long winded. Hey, I do that sound. It's time. all good, brother. It's all good. It's just number good content. That's why. Yeah, that's why we do the best of what we do. It's cool. It's cool. One day, bro, when we about to die, we need to <laughs> hold up all the all the shit that we edit and just let it out. <laughs> I can't wait for our our kids to to listen to this shit back. Oh, it's always fun. What the fuck are they talking about? Mm-hmm. What is this shit? Mm-hmm. Right. What the fuck's a podcast? Right. Facts. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Poetic Scotland on Twitter. Yeah. And you can find me at Scotland underscore Underwood on Instagram. You can also get this nigga's book. Yes. Brother Tonight Volume, volume two. 2. It is on Amazon. It is on Kindle. DM me if you want a signed copy. It is a collection of nothing but love, life, imagery. Please go support it. Support. And it's also in your bitch bathroom. Mm. She, yeah. she, she reading it. Well, no, mind. There is an aesthetic to this. Yeah. There is yeah. an aesthetic that to this. It is hard. It's wonderful. It's great. Um, you can find me at uh, Twitter and Instagram, Rally of the Leaf. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. Find me these books that yes, I read. Yes, sir. You find me at the crib, um, smoking uh weed inside my hookah, mm. uh, with the shisha. But if I'm not there, find me at DMAC Tardy on all your social media platforms. Every one of them, except for my OnlyFans. So not on there yet, but I'll swing a Peter for five dollars. Okay. So next week is. Essentially, the DMAC episode. It is. So, does that, you said you already got the cover on that? I already got the cover. All right, cool. All right, question. How much wrestling is involved with this? Yeah, are we even talking about Yeah, that's like, whatever happened that week, and this is it. But you okay. pretty much got the show. Yeah, you planned you out. produced I've it. been at this shit in my head for the longest. Why are we now just Yeah, why are you just it? now telling us? Because, bro, I wanted to wait until I had, like, I had, like, bits and pieces of it, bro. Oh, you wanted to be perfect. You wanted to have I'm a You did the jail. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want to have, I'm trying to find the software to, like, for the buttons and everything. Oh, damn. Oh, oh you want all out. Oh, producer, okay. producer. All right. Okay, shit. I still haven't found that yet, but I've been looking for it and I think I came something close to it. Hey, yes, sir. Brother, it's cool. 
Yeah, well, I'll tell y'all about it. Well, it was a okay. Well, this was a fantastic episode. It was fun. Top notch from start to as, as always. Yes, sir. So until next time, good people. We love you. Peace, love, happy Halloween, solidarity. Oh, that's right. If you go out, don't. Yo, don't go out. Yes, no. Buy candy and keep it at no, your crib. No, no. Um, uh, people, adults with uh, kids. I think oh, I forgot the name of the website, but Mars Candy is doing a virtual trick or treat, and you can win coins. Um, towards candy, and your kids can buy the candy at the store. So look that up. So when you say virtual, does that mean you got to put candy in your own book? It's a game. Oh, that's oh, okay. Shout out to mom. So and then they don't have they no get, good candy. Like you print, candy. you gonna print out something, then you could get candy at the store. Hold on, excuse me a second. Mars. I knew you were about to say doesn't have good candy. Starburst. M and M's. Oh, is that a Mars company? Yes, yes. Snickers. You know what? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Milky Way. Oh, oh, I apologize. I don't know where Milky Way is. That's no, a Mars. I, I think that's that Mars actually too. the Mars bar. No, yeah. no, 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 no. My bad, my bad, my bad. Mars, it got nuts in it, right? Mars bars is the greatest candy of all time. It is to me. Yeah. To no, me. the, the Mar- what was the Mars bar? Because they changed the name. My grandmother told. No, there's still Mars, but Mars bars is discontinued in America, but. Mars bars is still a thing overseas. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, <laughs> like we got. All right, just so we get this right, we got Milky Way is made is made by mm-hmm. M and M's, sneakers, Snickers. That's mm-hmm. not sneakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mars bar, Three Musketeers, mm-hmm. Twix, Skittles. Skittles are nasty. You are wild. Skittles is nasty. I'm not even a candy person for real, but I love Skittles. Skittles is the shit. Taste the rainbow, ho. For real, bro. The purple bag, the blue bag. Even the original red bag. Yeah, bro. You put that shit in some Sprite Remix. Oh, bro. Have you ever had Skittles vodka? No, but we need to do that. We can. Next next episode of Black (laughs) Eyes Podcast is going to be sponsored by Skittles Vodka. Skittles Vodka. Make your dick hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs>